Super Senpai Podcast. to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a kind of monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about fights and tights. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. It's great to be back. Uh, we took a little bit of hiatus for the holidays and because we finished up Lupin Ranger vs. Pat Ranger and so forth, uh, but we are back once again with a unique episode. Normally, Pat and I sit down here and we review some tokusatsu episodes, we talk about the good stuff. Today, we're going to kind of flip the script, and instead of talking about something that someone else made, we're going to make some tokusatsu action ourselves. That's right. Yes. Special episode. This is going to be an actual play, a short tokusatsu game using the Fate role-playing system. So if you've never uh, encountered role-playing games before, it's where one of us, namely myself, will be the game master. And I'm going to be setting up some scenarios and we're going to play things out and tell a little story together. But it wouldn't be the most interesting in the world with just Pat and I, right? That wouldn't be enough. So mm-hmm. we brought in some special <laughs> guests. We, we brought in some ringers, right? We had to bring in some good folks to help us out and make this magical. So please welcome back to the podcast. You know her as one of the co-founders of Tokusatsu Network, an all-around great person, Paula. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Yay, it's me. <laughs> it is you. And It's me. <laughs> on top of Paula, we have voice actor... Twitch affiliate, uh, man of many talents, welcome Mike Dent to the podcast. Hey, folks. How's it going? Uh, let's see, are you literally going to read my Twitch bio or my, my Twitter bio right now? Because well, I checked it earlier. Just I was like, I just wanted to be sure. I don't want to miss anything. Bad form. Bad form. I'm just saying. I just, I'm like, how does Mike present himself? That's probably how he wants to be presented. That's I what mean, I get. Okay. If we're going to do this right. supposed to we're speak do... from the heart, Grant. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, you got to do like the big orchestral okay. sweeping and everything like that. So but please it's welcome okay. to the I'll podcast. This time. Not only is he a voice actor, <laughs> he's the man that saved my life that one day in Israel in 88. I was on the cliff we're not supposed and he to pulled talk me about back that. up. We're not supposed <laughs> so, to talk about that. So now it's too personal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But we're really excited. I'm excited for all three of you to be here. We are going to be doing, uh, in in good tokusatsu tradition, this will be a game themed around a Sentai team. And the three of you will be players, and I'll be be running the game. Now, we've done a little bit uh, beforehand and a bit of the kind of pregame just to sort of talk about kind of what we want. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, we're going to talk through basically the character creation process together and then play through a little scenario. And hopefully that'll be fun, making, making some tokusatsu magic together. So... We discuss things, and our, our Super Sentai team, who wants to say it for the people? What's our Sentai team name here? Was it like Future Soldier Tri-Chancer? Was it like you, that? Yep. We gotta do that in sync, don't in we? In sync. We should. We really should. Yeah. Well, right, three, two, no. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like actually preparing to do it very oh, reluctantly. I, I'm going to type it up, but later I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for the team roll call when it's time to transform so just oh, fyi gosh. i'm putting it up there oh yeah do we get like a bonus if we do it in unison okay oh absolutely like, if, absolutely okay <laughs> we better because like if i'm gonna do this thing <laughs> so 
uh, we're going to be playing Fate Accelerated, which, if you have any familiarity with role-playing games, most people would know the classic role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons, that's kind of the main one. Fate is a, I would say, a lighter game in terms of mechanics. Dungeons and Dragons is certainly not a super complicated game, but it does have a lot of things going on, and it's specifically, Dungeons and Dragons is trying to tell stories about, you know, these uh, fantasy adventurers going into dungeons and collecting loot and all that kind of stuff, and a Super Sentai team doesn't really do any of that stuff. So we went with Fate, which is kind of a generic system that really tries to model stories more than it tries to model a specific genre so that'll be a good fit just for this and then if we decide to carry this on and do things in the future maybe we'll pick a meteor system but fate will serve now for our purposes i think the big thing is going to be uh we're using the fate accelerated edition which is the even lighter version of fate but we're going to talk through just kind of building your characters it's it's a very very simple process but the two big things that we're going to need to talk about are your approaches and your aspects so all of these things are things, whenever you roll dice in Fate, you pick up four Fate dice. The Fate dice have blank sides, minus sides, and plus sides. You just roll the four dice, and you look at them like I just rolled the four dice. I got three blanks and a plus. Well, a plus counts for a plus one, so my net roll there was one, right? If I rolled two negatives, a blank, and a plus, that would be a, a grand total of negative one, right? So the, the dice have anywhere between plus four to minus four, and all the numbers in between, and then you add to that whatever your approach is. So the you have six approaches, careful, clever, flashy, forceful, quick, and sneaky. So for your three characters, we're going to talk first off what your colors are and so forth, but you're going to assign some numbers to those values, and anytime you do something in the game, if you're like, oh, I'm going to go about this in a forceful way, right, you're going to explain that in the fiction, you'll just add whatever your forceful bonus is to the four dice you roll. Right, so it's, it's kind of approaches are basically if you've played other role playing games, they're kind of a mixture of skills, your basic stats. Like you don't have things like strength or dexterity, or you don't have. I have seven percent in the ride horse skill. Like you don't really have that kind of stuff. It's more about how are you trying to accomplish this in the fiction. So first off, everybody, just tell us real quick what your colors are, what your, what what the colors are for your Sentai team, and who are you? A little bit real quick. Oh boy, who wants to start? Who wants to start? At least tell us your color. Uh, well, I ended up with red. Yes, <laughs> you got red. I wasn't. I wasn't aiming for it, but I ended up there. So, so you're our red, red, our lead. Now, are you? <laughs> what's your feel here, Pat? Are you going to go kind of hot-blooded red? Are you young, inexperienced red? What's your kind of gut feeling on your red here? Mm, kind of like Mendoxai red. Like it's like, uh, all right, I'll do it. Like nobody else showed up. <laughs> so game fiction maxing real life where you just were handed red. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Essentially. No one else wanted to be I mean, red. It's something it's something to go on, right? Yeah. Reluctant life. red. Mm-hmm. Sure. Reluctant red. And I think right. I could speak for that because I immediately chose blue. I wanted yeah. blue so bad. Because I definitely Dang. did not want to be red. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was kind of my logic too. I was just like yellow. Like instantly, <laughs> like instantly, largely because there's a long-standing kind of running thing where I always end up sympathizing with Yellow Rangers. It's just, it's just how it is. Mm. Mm. So, first off, we're gonna kind of do as a group thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of give the audience here uh, some idea of where we're going with these characters, and then I'll let you guys assign uh, your points uh, as uh, right after I sort of give that up. So, you guys are future soldier, tri-chancer. The premise here is that there is an evil 
monstrous organization of extra-dimensional aliens, right? Our, everyone's favorite kind, uh, who are moving across time streams and destroying them and consuming them in their path. So our world, our, our little Earth right here, right now, is in the last remaining time stream. And these aliens have finally arrived to destroy the last time stream so they can conquer all of time itself. I apologize for that loud noise. My cat knocked a pen onto the floor because he knew it was a dramatic moment. So Buddy. The, <laughs> the evil aliens are destroying other dimensions and they have and they're traveling across time and space and they have finally come to our dimension. And that you three are basically refugees from across these different time streams who have been selected by th this uh, small organization or uh, the sort of the last remaining holdout resistance fighters to form future soldier tri-chancer and try to protect the last time stream and all of creation and reality as we know it. So no pressure. Because right? we're no all pressure. the last chance for each of our own time streams. Get exactly. it? Uh, uh, three chances? Uh? Yeah, there you go. Now you're thinking. Beautiful. <laughs> I literally deep, just got that. <laughs> We've been talking about this for months, <laughs> like on and off. I'm like, oh, oh, I get it. Whoa. So super smart, super smart. See, there's madness, but there's also a method within it. <laughs> okay, so as you assign your points, just kind of be thinking you really only need a first name if you want to go all in and have first, middle, last name, family tree, history, you know, whatever you want. You can go right ahead. But just be thinking about a name as you assign these stats. So if you have a character sheet out or if you've just got some, uh, some pen and paper ready, the six approaches, which would be on page 10 if you have the PDF, is care are careful, clever, flashy, forceful, quick, and sneaky. And you're going to put a plus three into one of those, a plus two into two of those, and a plus one into two more. And then the last two will be zeros. So you should have a three, two twos, two ones, two zeros. Three. For your three, approaches. Two twos, two ones. And two. And wait. Uh, one zero? Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, one zero. Yeah, I apologize. I missed that. That would be okay. seven. Yeah. So three, two, two, one, one, zero. Assign those. And again, just be thinking about your character, probably a name, and however you want them to be. Don't be thinking like what time stream they're from. Again, it doesn't have to be super deep. But they're from some other alternate reality that has been destroyed. You know, it's not like I made a whole audio playlist and a Pinterest board. Oh, so you're going first then. <laughs> so. Perfect. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, not like I did that at all. No, no. What are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing, nothing of the sort. <laughs> I I actually didn't do that. So. Wow. <laughs> the most reluctant. It, it balances way. out. <laughs> it balances. Way out. to be a team player. No. <laughs> well, it wasn't like the last game that. You know, we played, I literally made a family tree <laughs> with like a history of like the system that we were playing while like, okay, maybe I should move this to my own campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so I got mine. So it's okay, okay. So one more time. It's one, three, two, twos, one, one. Uh, a three, 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 two twos, two, two ones, ones and a one zero. zero. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Dope. And Paula, where, where did you really kind of put your focus for your character? What's your big thing? I put it in clever because okay, she's blue. Of course. Let's see. I put my three in forceful because I, uh, um, she she's kind of a mess. My character. Okay. Okay. And yeah, and it plays into her trouble basically. Okay. Um, I put the three into quick. Okay. 
A swift rail. Yeah. All right, I like that. So now this is the so that this is pretty that's pretty basic, right? You have your your modifiers, whatever approach you use, you're just adding that to the four dice that you roll, whatever those results are. Okay. Now the other thing that's really important, and this is the probably the thing fate is most known for, and these are called aspects. Aspects are they are both a way to describe your character to yourself, to your game master, to our fictional audience, but they're also a mechanical tool. You basically use aspects to spend fate points. You have to basically they are your fictional justifications for spending your cool points. A fate point usually just gives you another plus two to the roll or allows you to re-roll. That's the two main functions that it does. You spend a fate point to add a plus two, and this is after you've rolled. Like you roll the dice, you add your approach. If you don't like the result, you spend a fate point to add two more or to re-roll the whole dice roll from the get-go. Now, the the thing with aspects is that before you can spend that fate point, before you can spend your little character's fate point, you have to use an aspect to justify why your character can go above and beyond in this scenario. Okay, so aspects are your sort of like it say, our reluctant red is in a dangerous scenario. He wants the extra fate point spend. You're going to look to your aspects and try to pick one and justify why all of a sudden in this moment you can go a little bit further. So they are they're fictional things about yourself that, that justify your expenditure of the, the Benny points basically in the game. So aspects are, the, the thing is they are very open-ended. They all do the same thing. You are tagging them to add plus two or to re-roll the roll. However, what shape an aspect takes is very much up to you. There are two really, really important ones. It's called your high concept and your trouble. Okay, And then you're going to have one more. So the whole thing with an aspect is that it's usually either a single word or a short phrase or something like that that tells you something about a character, okay? The high concept is the, probably the most important one. It really sums up who your character is. And then your trouble hmm. is usually a, a, a big negative, an Achilles heel, something like that. Because once you've spent all your fate points, the only way to get them back is to tag your, we call it tagging. You, you use your aspect to justify something. The only way to get fate points back is to use aspects to cause trouble for yourself or the team. So you use your aspects both to spend them in a positive sense, you also use your aspects to create trouble for yourself and the team to regain points for later use. So there's this kind of back and forth of the things about me are making me better at this, oh, my also my personal foibles are causing problems for the team. So here's something I would use as an example, okay? Let's take somebody like Spider-Man, okay? A high concept for him right? An aspect that might work for him might be the amazing Spider-Man. Like he just is amazing. That just, that's part of who he is, right? Or maybe his high concept is with great power comes great responsibility, right? The something that is like intrinsic to his character. That's the aspect with great power comes great responsibility. The short phrase that sums up who he is as a character, right? Or just a kid from the Bronx or something like that. You know, it, 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 there's some something about him that's intrinsic to his character that will justify why he gets to spend points and change things. It can also be your high concept could be something that is like a saying about you or a saying that you you like a like a catchphrase, like the thing from Marvel Comics. His might be it's clobbering time. He oh, you know, when he says that, it's about to go down, right? And like you would you would tag that like it's clobbering time. I get to spend this point or 
maybe Wolverine, you know, he's the best at what he does and what he does isn't pretty, right? These kinds of, these things that are intrinsic to their character. So when you think of the aspect, it doesn't even have to be like a phrase. It can be something like brilliant physicist. That's just intrinsic to who your character is, right? It can be a description of your profession. It can be a description of your relationship to your team. It can be a description it can be like a, a short catchphrase. It can be basically anything, but like when you think of that character, what's the first thing that comes to mind? That's your high concept. Your trouble is going to be kind of your your primary thing that holds you back, right? Maybe it's, I don't trust others, or, you know, weak to kryptonite, or <laughs> uh, can't say no when someone needs help, or something. Something that will cause trouble for you and the team and complicate things when you as a, the character will get into trouble, when you as the player might rather they not, right? You're like, I really want to win this fight, but my trouble is, you know, I can't help but look into weird science or something and you get distracted by something in the middle of a fight. It's something like that, right? So your high concept is basically, the high concept is really, really positive, something intrinsic to your character. The trouble is something really, really negative, something that's designed to, you're using that to generate new fate points for causing trouble. And then your third aspect I would call that one. It doesn't have to be positive or negative. I would recommend that one being somewhat kind of middle of the road. Like strength is everything. Like that would justify being strong. It might also justify, you know, getting you into trouble. Like so your third aspect, you kind of want it to be maybe a little bit positive and negative. It doesn't have to be perfect. So be thinking about your high concept, your trouble, and your other aspects. So I'll give you guys a little bit to kind of write those down. And you just want to write like high concept couple of words trouble hmm. you know the short short sentence phrase and it doesn't have to this be this is where it's hard <laughs> but and here here's what i'm gonna say yeah. fate is a this is difficult but fate is a game that is about action and movement and going mm -hmm. think about the sentai teams that you love and the characters that you love when you think of those characters it's got to be obvious something that constantly comes up right just that is it's, mm -hmm. it's front and center with that character Right. Uh, let's take, you know, Billy Cranston from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Positive, super genius. His high concept is he's just a super genius. His trouble, he's a complete nerd. Right. He's just a dweebus. <laughs> right. Mm. It doesn't have to be like super deep and introspective, especially because we're doing Fate Accelerated and we're just doing, you know, it, it's kind of, you can do surface level. All your character's complexity doesn't have to be in the aspects. But so, like, a high concept would just be she's just the coolest girl in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I don't, like I don't know how to describe that. Like as soon as she yeah, walks the, into the room, she is just super cool. You could literally just be like, "Wow, she's cool." Okay, it could be something that someone else says about her. Like just as soon as you say, "Wow, she's cool," like as now soon I have as you the clueless theme on... going through my head. <laughs> yeah, like every time she walks in, it's like, "Dang, she's cool." Yeah, she's that, so that cool. Was, that's, that's it. There perfect. Yeah. She just, she's, she's so, so cool. cool. Perfect high concept. <laughs> that's something that someone would say about her. It's it's positive. Yeah, perfect. That's a perfect high concept. Perfect for a blue. I was <laughs> kind of remembering what we were talking about for the backstory stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm stepping on anybody's toes about this, but I remember that it, it seems like yellow and blue are there on purpose. But what I was thinking is Red got sent on accident. Like, he was trying to steal something and he got sent. Okay. So. I really love that. I'm thinking yeah. high concept is I'm not actually supposed to be here. So yes. whatever happens, happens. I'm not supposed okay. to be here. 
all, whatever happens but, happens. You're yeah, not supposed so to be like, here. Accidental hero. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff in there you could run with. That's good. Yeah, That's, like and that, for the trouble part. Uh, for the trouble part, I was thinking that means like there's no actual training, <laughs> so um, maybe we'll fall short on that level. Okay, but, well, and you could do lack um, of training. Because, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually a thief, so he'll get distracted by like Ooh. Oh, that looks I might take that, mm. but then like that'll that's a shortcoming. No, that I mean handy. that could be good. I mean being a thief is a pretty big trouble for a Sentai hero. Like sure. sticky fingers. I mean <laughs> Yeah, sticky fingers. Let me write that down. That's yeah, good. That's a See, in that sticky fingers could be one that is uh that could be your middle of the road aspect too, because like, oh I'm I have oh, I can always sure. pocket something that I need, but also I can't help but steal when it's you know when I really shouldn't be or something like that you know so that you kind of want to play in that space again there there yeah. whatever's important to your character what's the thing that the audience would see in those first one or two episodes about your character and be like oh that's mm. who this character is this season it can get more complex but like the obvious stuff that's your aspects fate doesn't mean anything because I wasn't supposed to be here <laughs> yeah, wasn't supposed Dang. to be here. That's I guess. Well, that, that got that. bleak. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's see. Um, okay. So I think I got mine figured out. Okay. Hit us with it. Okay. So, um, all right. So high concept. Um, quirky inventor and dreamer isn't necessarily good at the inventing. Okay. Let's see. For trouble, uh, something catches her interest, she will get distracted. Okay. And then for the other aspect, uh, dangerous optimism. Ooh, I like that. That's Ooh. a good one. That's a good one. So I think that I think those are good enough. I don't know if uh, the yeah, high concept is too wordy or not. I mean, quirky inventor or quirky dreamer or all. I mean, it can be a whole sentence. It can be just a couple words. Whatever you want. And if you want to, like, as we go through the game, like as we play, you may just be like, Ooh, yeah. I kind of want to brush that up a little bit or erase it like that's totally fine like there's no yeah it's not permanent like it's not set in stone okay. so i've got you as quirky inventor and dreamer uh will get distracted dangerous optimism for our yellow for triforce yellow yeah try chancer yellow and yeah. paula yeah. Blue well, i was thinking is... like yeah oh sorry go on oh go ahead, go ahead. Uh, oh, i was gonna say like were we just gonna do like maybe like just chancer for and then the color so like yellow chancer red chancer. Ooh, i like that yeah um i think we talked about a cmyk oh yeah that's right, right. Cyan, so cyan chancer. It'd still be yellow chancer. Yeah, it's still gonna be <laughs> yeah. magenta chancer though. Oh, there you go. I gave myself magenta chancer. Magenta chancer. Cyan chancer. Yellow chancer. Okay. It's cyan. magenta. <laughs> Perfect. Shout out to the decade fans out there. <laughs> I and still for, don't know what the other two's gonna be. So you got she's so cool for for our blue here, mm-hmm. and Pat, your red. Did you did any of those solidify for your? I think so. Okay, what what were the ones that you did? Fate doesn't mean anything. Or no, um, I wasn't even supposed to come into work today. I think was the. <laughs> not... Which one was that? Your high concept. <laughs> yeah, high concept. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Yeah, I was gonna say okay. gonna have that. Uh, cleric's line <laughs> okay what about your trouble uh no hero training okay and then sticky fingers i think sticky was third because that'll be like i'll remember something to grab something mm-hmm. or i'll get in trouble for grabbing something sure definitely yeah okay we got she's so cool for our blue for cyan rather mm. 
there's part of me it's all like i wonder if he's a little bit of a mean girl okay hmm mean girl's good trouble mm-hmm. it's kind of mean will mean pick girl down yeah unless you pick something else she will pull ears <laughs> Like, she will pull ears. (laughs) That's the phrase. You found it. She will pull ears. Okay. And what's your middle of the road? This fall, she will pull ears. (laughs) There will be wax. Gross. Yep, gross. It's a little mean. She's so cool. Mean girl, or she will pull ears. Yeah, she's a mean girl. Okay. And then what about our. Other. middle of the road mm-hmm. something that could be positive negative with that flexibility mm. <laughs> had a sanji moment like we'll cook for anyone because <laughs> oh, i was thinking of sanji i don't know why okay i'll go with the feeling in the middle yeah, of the fight well it. looks like we gotta get drinks out and just break out a minibar yeah seriously yeah. <laughs> like her keytar is just like opens up to a mini fridge yes <laughs> like Let's the case see. for her guitar it's just like it's actually a mini fridge it's maybe something with like ingredients or well maybe like she'll or mm, loyal to a fault hmm like That's no good. matter what anybody does like if she as soon as like she becomes really good friends with them she just sticks with them to the end with you to the end that's a good aspect mm-hmm. oh yeah good phrase there you go for better or worse Oh, yeah. that's good, yeah. Ooh, for better or worse, that's a good one too, yeah. There we go. Okay, so, got our high concepts, got our troubles, got our others, and we have our approaches for the team. Do you all have names for your characters yet, even just first names for me? Yes. What is yours? Oh, yeah. Oh, mine, her name is Remedy. Mm-hmm. Remedy? Mm-hmm. Her name okay. is Remedy Pearl, P-E-R-L. Okay. May or may not be her actual name. Mm. Sense drama. Mm-hmm. So remedy. Oh, okay. All right. So I have uh, Silica Brooks, or you can just call her Sill. Okay, Silica Brooks. Dope. Okay. Um, I had Rufus Saint Arson. Rufus Saint Arson. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm digging it. All right. If you do not so... have a French accent. I'm going to be bummed out forever. God damn it. <laughs> Well, sock ray blue. Um, so, <laughs> um, Don't do that aspects. to someone who actually knows French. <laughs> Don't do that um, so all of you will have your refresh set at three. So you want to write refresh three. What that means is you'll start the session with three fate points. That's both Yay. your max. That's your maximum, basically. Mm-hmm. And usually the way fate works is the more the more aspects that you you can choose to gain more aspects but it lowers your refresh rate but for now you'll just have three and what that means is so three you'll start with three points you can you'll spend them but then when it's time to you'll go down to zero you can't go past zero but then when it's time to refill them either the the main way that it works for spending them if you want to spend them positively i have no control over that it's up to you right like so for example Let's say that you all are trying to make a first impression. You walk in. Paul's like, I've got this. She rolls for Remedy and adds her her clever approach. Like, oh, well, I'm going to go in. I'm going to time it just right with the music or something. And maybe the dice aren't quite there. Paul would say, okay, I want to spend one of my fate points to 
either add a plus two or re-roll the dice, right, to try to improve my chances. She's like, oh, I'm going to tag the aspect. She's so cool. She's just so cool. You know, she can make up for that, right? So that you, you, you tag your aspect, and then you spend the fate point. You justify the spending of the fate point by tagging an aspect, right? So you say, this, this is why, this is how I can spend this mechanical thing using the fiction. And then you can either add the plus two or re-roll the dice. And I have no control over that. But when you want to gain points back, say you're only down to one fate point, it's like a social scene or something, you know the big bad guy fight's coming up, or you're down to zero, you know, something like that, you need more points. There are two, uh, gain, I guess the, the, the gaining of points goes in one of two ways. It, when you want to do it, you just tell me, hey, like, by the way, hey, Grant, I got sticky fingers. I, I want to get a point back. I want to tag that and cause some trouble. Then it's up to me to say, okay, you know, what is your, you know, we kind of work through what your character does, Pat, to like cause trouble in a scene, right? So you're telling me I want a point back right now and I, I want it to be because of sticky fingers. I give you that point back, you, you, your fake points go up by one, and then we cause some trouble in the fiction, right? The other way that this works is that, and this is specifically off your trouble usually, but I might say Mike's sitting there saying Mike's got two fake points and I want some trouble to get caused. So I say, hey, Mike, I'll give you a point if you suddenly get distracted because your trouble is we'll get distracted. Now, the only oh, difference. So, and if you say, sure, let's do that, then you get that point and the trouble is caused. Here's the only difference, though. If I offer that point and you refuse it, you lose a point instead. No trouble happens. So that's the difference. Like if you're in, if you want to gain or lose them, that's totally in your control. However, if I offer you one based off one of your aspects or trouble or something, you can take it, take that point. The trouble is caused. Drama happens. But if you refuse my offer, you lose a point. So that's oh the that's the kicker, huh. right? So you're sort of there's no middle of the road where you get out of there with the exact same amount of points that you have. Wow, that's not chaotic at all for you. Exactly. Fate is about... We're going to die, everybody. We're going to (laughs) die. It's about characters who are very competent, who do lots of good stuff, but they're also kind of causing drama and trouble all the time. Any any television drama cast in like an hour-long show type thing, that's exactly what they are, right? They're all super capable, and then they're super dramatic and cause drama with each other and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's, that's just the nature of the beast, okay? So that's the intent. So everybody's got three refresh... Got your approaches. All right. And then so we start out with three fate points, or are we... Correct. You'll start with three at the okay. start of the session. Cool. This is going to be fun. Okay. So just make sure I have the names right. So we have Remedy, Rufus, and then... Okay. Yep. So Remedy, Rufus, and Silica. All right. <laughs> Classic. Remy. Remy, Sil, and Rufus. Oh. oh, I'm totally calling... I'm totally calling you Remy, uh, no matter what. I'm just going to be like... Just a oh god, <laughs> yeah, this is gonna happen. <laughs> okay, so there's some other elements in stunts, but I think for time's sake, we're gonna kind of skip them for now because they're a little bit getting into the weeds. I think we've probably got enough to go on here. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the before we get into the fiction. I'm gonna do one last thing and talk about the four. So I've talked about rolling dice, right? You pick mm-hmm. an approach, roll the dice add the pluses or minuses, and then afterwards decide if you want to tag an aspect to either add two to the roll or re-roll it, right? Now, the general, the what we call the fate ladder, the basic results are if you get a plus one or higher, 
okay, for for any um, basically if you if you beat the roll by one or two, you have succeeded in what you tried to do. If you succeed by three or more, you succeed with style. Usually, some other benefit happens. If you get negatives, right? If you roll like your net result is like a negative something, you have failed in what you tried to do. If you get a zero result, right? So an even zero after all the pluses and minuses are added in, then yeah. you, you it's called succeeding with a cost. So you do what you set out to do, but some other kind of trouble or something comes up along the way. And the usual oh situation is either I'm setting a value for you or I have the opponent roll and also add some value, right? So it's an opposed role where you're adding and subtracting from each other, right? Like, say, you know, Mike, say, Sill goes to, a, to hit somebody. You'll roll your dice, add your approach. I'll roll their dice, add their approach. Say you got a seven, they got a five. You won by two, so that's just like a normal success, Right. Okay. So that's how it that's how it works. Both sides are gonna roll dice and add their approaches and compare numbers. Usually if it's positive, you have succeeded. If it's by three or more, you succeeded with style. If it's negatives on your end, you have failed. If it's a straight zero, you succeeded, but there's some kind of cost or something involved. There are four primary actions. One is to attack, like just you're attacking somebody, right? That hopefully is, is pretty obvious. The other is a not is is defending, which is not something you choose to do. It's just when it's time to defend, you roll to defend, right? And that's that comparison roll. And I basically just explained right. how that works. The other two things are called overcome and create advantage. Overcome, if you've played other role-playing games, a skill check where there's just like there's a challenge in my way. I'm trying to find the key to the room. I'm trying to jump over the chasm. I'm trying to come up with a good lie. You're overcoming some difficulty. And it's the same basic premise. You roll the dice, add your approach, right? And you're just trying to beat it. So overcoming is your general skill, ability, check. Attacking and defending is your conflict, which can be both physical, emotional, it can be political, whatever. But whenever you're antagonizing someone. The last one is called create advantage. The idea for creating an advantage is you are creating a new aspect that will either last for a few moments or for the entire scene. A good example of something like that might be, okay, let's say, and I don't know, but let's let's say that our yellow ranger, there's always like a ranger that's super strong every season, right? For whatever reason. So yeah. Mike's character is like, we're under fire. I'm not really trying to avoid the bullets. I want to like set up a wall to protect us, right? I want to kind of change the scene in some way to benefit the party. That's creating an advantage. So you'd roll... And I'm, the summary for this is on page 44 of the PDF, by the way, if you have it. But you would roll, and if you get net positives, you would generate a new aspect on the scene. And I would basically, if we were at the table, I would literally write it on a sticky note and slap it on the table. Just like, <laughs> there's a wall, yeah. right? Built a wall. And I'd slap it on the table. And then that just becomes another aspect. And it's just like it would be on your character sheet. You can tag it for bonuses and rerolls as long as you can justify it in the fiction. The nice thing about that, the reason why you would spend an action on that as opposed to just using the ones that are on your sheet, is that once it's on the table in a scene like that, basically everyone can use it, right? Okay. You know, you're, you're you know, quirky inventor. That only applies to you, Mike. But if you set up, you know, provide some makeshift cover, that makeshift cover is a benefit for all three of you that you can possibly tag off of. And okay. when you succeed by positives or whatever, it, it, it gets put on there what are called free invocations, which... It's just a fancy way of saying there are free fate points on there. So you create an advantage with some free fate points that everybody can use, right? Kind of pull pulling those out of the hat rather than use their own. 
So that's why you would do that as opposed to just tagging the ones on your sheet. So everybody clear on that? Does that all make sense? I'm sure once once I get into it, it'll make more sense. So the basic actions, attacking and defending, trying to overcome obstacles, and creating an advantage, which is just adding an aspect to either help you attack or help you overcome obstacles, right? Or help you defend, right? It's so that the, that's all that is. The last important thing, and this is the kind of the weird one, is about stress. So the, the way characters either deal with either emotional or social or whatever, or even physical damage is stress. So you have what are called stress boxes. And I'm trying to remember when a, a fate accelerated character, how many you start with? Um, three. Believe. Looks like. Is it a one, a two, and a three? I believe it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you start with a one, a two, and a three stress box. So not just three of them, but you have one box that has a one on it, a, another box that has a two on it, another box that has a three on it. So the way stress boxes work, let's say that we're in a combat scenario. Pat, you and like a, the monster are fighting. You roll your dice for, for defense. He, he attacks you. He gets like an eight total. You get a six total for your defense. So he beats you by two. You would then take two stress. The way that works is, and this is the, the one kind of weird quibbly rule about fate. You need to check off boxes to absorb stress so you don't get knocked out of the fight. You don't ever actually, technically, you don't ever actually have to do this. You can always choose to be like, all right, I give up. In fate, you can always choose to bow out. That's up to mm. you. But you have a one, a two, and a three stress box. And you just took two damage or two stress. You could you you can only check one box at a time, but it can be either equal to or greater than the amount of stress you're taking. So in that scenario, if you're taking two, you could just check off your two box and it's absorbed it. Or you could check off your three box because that's higher. I mean, you would hopefully, if your two box is available, you'd want to check off your two because you don't want to waste any, basically. Right. But you, you've you taken two, you just check off your two checkbox. Let's say later, so like you, you've checked off your two and you're good, you keep fighting. Let's say later in the fight, you take another two stress, you're having a rough night. You can check off your three stress box, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the equal or higher. Let's say you take another two stress. You cannot check off your one box because that can't absorb the two. At that point, you have to take either you bow out or you have to take what are called consequences. Consequences are sort of like stress. They come in two, four, and six. So because of that, you've got this floating two stress. You would check off your two consequence box. And what that is, is we start creating, basically two, four, and six are different levels of consequences. Each one of them is an aspect, and they are progressively worse. So like a two consequence might be like sprained ankle. A four consequence might be like, you know, serious cut across the chest. A six consequence might be like, you basically get put in a full body cast or something like that, right? So, and the the severity of those consequences, it's also that much harder to get rid of them. A two consequence will clear at the end of a scene, as long as you got a chance to rest. A four consequence usually clears at the end of a session. A six consequence usually clears at the end of like resolving a story arc. So there's a reason why you might want to bow out early because once you've taken those, you can't replace them until some time has passed. And then once they're on your character villains can they become aspects that villains can use so your little two stress box sprained ankle a villain might say i'm going to tag that and get a plus two on a roll because you've got a sprained ankle you're not dodging as well as you might normally right Ah. so it's just another aspect okay so the other important thing is let's let's rewind time a little bit let's go back pat you're fully healed again right you got your one two and three stress box and you're fighting the villain 
let's say you roll a little worse. He rolls an eight, you roll a four. So you would take four stress in that scenario. You cannot check off like the one in the three to absorb that. You can only check one box when you're absorbing stress. So you can't be like, oh, I take my one and my three and absorb it. So if you get hit with four stress, you either check off your four consequence box, assuming it's open, or your six consequence box, which would be even worse, or you just bow out of the fight, right? So you can only check one box. As long as it's equal to or higher than the stress, you absorb it. And you usually want to start with your one, two, and three stress boxes because those are just your low, those are your flesh wounds. Those are the sparks flying off your suit. They clear <laughs> at the end of the fight, right? Mm. The two, four, and the six consequence boxes are, you know, two is somebody knocked the weapon out of your hand for a scene. Four is this injury is lasting the whole episode. Six is this injury is lasting like seven or eight episodes, right? It's that kind of. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, severed limb becomes robot arm later. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And we usually we would include some fiction as to why the consequence goes away. But sure. so that's that all it is. And that's that's the kind of core game idea. Is everybody kind of clear, at least for the most part on that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So without further ado, then I think it is time to step in and do our first episode of Future Soldier Yay! Tri-Chancer. Oh, we ready? Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, we need to commission a theme song. Yep. Is that all? <laughs> Wait, you guys are the episode. So, initially, right, we black screen and entering into frame, like the Star Destroyer from New Hope, is this enormous dark fortress in the, in just pure black space, okay? It's a giant lion face with eight towers around the side and jet engines on the back giant lion space castle and at each one of the towers are these you know these all these like victorian style you know globes and and laser turrets and evil spaceships floating around with it it's 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 part of this whole big evil fleet right our camera zooms in to the main quarters of at the heart of this evil lion fortress of course the camera goes right through the right eye right it has to right flies in and we see the command center at the head of this giant lion space doom fortress, and we see the most despicable villain across every time, every dimension, every reality, Baron Corterror. And he has earned this name because he's evil royalty. He himself is a giant lion-faced, like, robo-monster man, and he's quartered. He's got a his upper right, upper left, lower left, and lower right, each one. They've been sort of cordoned off. He's got these kind of checkerboard print patterns all over him, but he's got a gold, a silver, a bronze, and a platinum quarter, each one, right? We see this he's terrible, horrible villain, clearly our season boss, right? He's got this magnificent cane with a spiraling checkerboard pattern on it and another lion's head for the top of the cane that he's holding in his particularly manicured evil hands, right? And as soon as we zoom in, no one's talking or anything, but he just <laughs> his laugh fills the room. Everyone around him in the room laughs too nervously. <laughs> you know, they don't even know what he's laughing at. He's just an evil villain. So Baron Cortera is laughing maniacally. All of his goons and and his various large evil royal entourage just begin laughing nervously with him. <laughs> you know, one of his uh, his servants creeps over. And uh, he's this sort of hunched-over figure, wringing his hands, right? He's got a uh, a jester's hat on, 
with little lions at the end, the little dealy boppers at the end of his jester's hat. And he, my lord, what is so funny? <laughs> I just love being evil. But also, oh do you gosh. realize what we're about to do? No, my lord, what is it? Well, we've defeated every other time stream, every other reality. Only one remains. <laughs> Hilarious, my lord. Which one is it? Why, this one right here. And he points out some large spectrographic viewfinder thing, some super sci-fi tech. Of course, it's a lion face to it. It's a lion TV screen. It opens like a jaw, right? It unhinges and he can now see. And we see Earth. Our Earth, our home, oh, sitting there, uh, the last bastion of that time stream will conquer this last planet and destroy this time stream, and then I will rule the void. <laughs> oh, yes, great, my lord. And then it, he's like, quick, jump into hyper time force space driving and let's get there Ron ready to conquer everyone <laughs> of course my lord and he his little assistant points a uh, shaking hand and the various fright knights his little goons are you know like putties in MMPR they're always waving their arms and sort of being goobly and one of them comes over and just sort of flops his arms on the keyboard and the evil Baron Quartera's space fleet jumps forward at the hyperdrive and then we fade away from that scene so we now find ourselves in a different place, traveling through time, much much nicer, a little sort of saucer craft, traveling through space. We see like rainbow colors flashing past, and when we enter, we see a large sort of computer console area. There's this tiny little robot wheeling around. He very much R2-D2's totally non-IP infringing cousin. Uh, he's sort of little little garbage can guy, and he's got little... To dis differentiate him, he's got little tank treads, which is why George Lucas can't sue us. He's got little tank treads instead of legs, right? All I and can he think has... of is like the typewriter guy from Sesame Street. <laughs> Congratulations! That's literally what he is now. He's got a he's got yes! a like computer typewriter Looking chest. Up. Typewriter, <laughs> and he's just like doo -dee -doo -dee -doo -dee -doo -dee -doo. It's literally his thing. Oh my god, this yep. is great. This is great. Okay, so he's just got a typewriter chest and his little eyeballs on the end, and he's wheeling over, and he's got the little gloved hands. Um, he's got the sort of old, sort of fifties robot like claw hands, though, like the pincery hands with that sort of like vacuum tubing, right? You know, arm sleeves. And Blake, well, I was going to say, uh, yes. That, <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> that's him. So he he spins around and his, of course, he's an alien robot. So the keyboard isn't laid out like a normal keyboard like from Earth, from our time stream. But the letters on the top row spell out R-U-S-T hyphen E-E. -E. So his name's Rusty. And that's the top letters on his little keyboard. Yes! And the other letters are all down there. <laughs> So he wheels himself over, and he's furiously typing on his little keyboard. And we see in the back corner, or we hear a voice rather, Rusty, can you can you hone in on their signals? I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, he's typing on himself. He's plugged in to the console. And we see a uh, sort of a uh, rectangular space that's kind of uh, it's kind of blue and purple and holographic looking. And we see this sort of uh, human figure in it who's dressed in sort of space, nice 
space future guy attire, uh, but sort of an older uh, an older mentor figure. You've got to lock space in on tuxedo. Space, uh, space tuxedo. Space tuxedo <laughs> mask. <laughs> He's actually he's actually tuxedo mask from another dimension. You've got to be. And he got, he just he was he was the hero of his dimension, and he was but he was older, right? He'd survived so long that he couldn't fight back Baron Corterra. But so this this tuxedo Moon Knight mask, Edmund K, baby, and he's 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 standing there. It's a hologram of him, his digitized form, the last thing oh that he God. that Rusty could save before their their reality collapsed. And he's holding a rose in his hand, just twirling it. And he's just, Rusty, can you can you hone in on their signal and get them here? And Rusty's furiously tickety-tacking on his chest. And he's like, I think I can do it here. And he hits it. The whole console lights up. Three small rings begin to glow. One magenta, one cyan, one yellow. And you three appear. You suddenly are pulled. What you? I don't know what you're... So here's what I want. What was the last thing? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, 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 Pat, then Mike, then Paula. So what was the last thing your character saw before they got saved from their time stream and plopped here inside this this interdimensional space saucer oh. by a typewriter <laughs> and a holographic tuxedo mask? The... <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically King Endymion from Crystal from the Crystal Kingdom because King oh, Endymion it's... is like holographic. He's not. Oh my god. god. It totally is. What's King Endymion? <laughs> From Crystal Tokyo. Ghostly sending his daughter back through time. <laughs> oh We're getting Pat, what was the last thing? What was the last thing Rufus saw before he got saved from his time stream? The last thing he saw was the lights turning on because somebody had just come into the... He had snuck into this lab. Lights were all off. And uh, he heard a noise, so he crawled into a tube, and then the light suddenly turned on. Poof! You're here, digitized. All right, Mike, what was the last thing Silica saw before she was saved from her time stream? She was um, on the comms with one of her fellow agents and is, like, trying to get a response while furiously typing at a computer. So, like, she's basically, like, this sweaty, like, her hair's, like, messed up. Palms are ready. No. Uh, just... <laughs> spaghetti no. spilling everywhere. No. Spaghetti. Oh, no. Hologram spaghetti. <laughs> like, as soon as I, I, like, I said sweat, I'm like, no, don't open that door. And then it flung open. And I'm just like, we're here now. So, yeah, no. Mike, like... don't make a mockery of these proceedings. Anyway, so you see a typewriter <laughs> and tuxedo mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sesame Street typewriter, <laughs> Tank Man, and Tuxedo Masker there. Okay. So you appear sweating mid typing. Paula, what was yeah. the last thing Remedy saw before she got saved from her dimension? She was def- holding her keytar, <laughs> defending an oncoming onslaught of our of a bunch of mooks heading her way, and she's trying to defend like the last, like. That like last holdout of like refugees from her dimension, but it's like also a like eighties dance club, <laughs> <laughs> and she's just holding her guitar, just ready to like kick ass before. Oh my god! <laughs> so her hair, she's still all glamed, rocked out. Like she still has her 
you know, glasses on, but like her, she has like, you know, middle of the performance sweaty makeup on. It's a little glam rocky. A little bit of glitter. <laughs> a little glitter. Bar, a lot of glitter. So the, the three of you teased. appear, the three of you appear mid theft, mid email, and mid keytar solo in, <laughs> in our space saucer traveling through dimensions. And you look around and you see a tiny little typewriter man <laughs> and uh, a holographic tuxedo mask <laughs> and a space saucer. What? 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 Okay. <laughs> calm, calm down, heroes. Hold- calm down. Do not be holding alarmed. the guitar like right from me. It's like ready to smash. <laughs> that imp- <laughs> I'm wearing like a uh, like a lab coat, and so I'm like I'm I'm kind of holding it in front of my mouth. Like, can I breathe? Oh my god, can I breathe? What? Wait, oh, I, oh my god, the typewriter. Is that a typewriter with arms? Is that a typewriter with? What is that? What is that? What oh my is, god, calm me, like, what is down? No, no, you see what? <laughs> please, please lower your guitars. It's. <laughs> We're all friends here. Listen, this doesn't go down until I know for sure that you're not about to eat me. I don't have a mouth. Fair enough. But you never know. <laughs> we don't know that. For all we know, they could be hiding. He just sort of doesn't aside. They know about my secret mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Do not, do not be alarmed. I'm Rusty, the typewriter friend. Um. And... and this is my master, Odizut. And Odizut <laughs> bows. He tries, he's like, welcome to my dimensional saucer. And he attempts to throw you a digitized uh, rose, but it just, nothing happens. Because he's just like, <laughs> he's still just, just flinches. Like, ah! the screen. It just, the screen. Remedy like flips her keytar. She kicks it and then kind of like does a spin kick. So it just comes back on her back. And just this oh, cool God. arc swipe. <laughs> so it just returns as if like. She's holding it wow, like a Wow, she's so cool. <laughs> um, and just stands there with like, her hands on her hips like, what the heck? Do not be alarmed, heroes. We called you here for the greatest and most important thing of all, saving all of reality as we know it. Uh, uh, well, that's great and wonderful, it? but can you send me back? Because I was in the middle of doing that. I, Your reality same. doesn't exist anymore, so Excuse no. Excuse me? What? I'm I'm really sorry to be the tiny bearer of bad news, but we did save you before you were erased. Uh, Let that sink in. Let that go. Just kind of process no. it. Okay, okay, Syl so just immediately, I, I'm just like, no, no, there's got to be something. Like, we have to go back. So I immediately go to Rusty and I start pressing keys on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> One of these has to send us home. (laughs) On one hand, I guess I'm not going to jail and this isn't prison. On the other hand, I don't know what this is all about. I I was just... What what is... What are you wearing? Uh, Sneak thief clothes. Are you just like like, a cat burglar? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Just a cat burglar. Remedy just like looks at you like eyebrow raised like, what the heck are you wearing? (laughs) I'm still furiously typing, and I'm like, "What? What? What did you say? Prison? Wait, what does this do? Like, so like all of us, like a flicker of a of a, of a tension, with going right back to the keyboard." Uh, Otis, it's like, "Please, please, calm down. Allow me to show you." And he waves his holographic hand, and it's not going to be a uh, rose, is it? Uh, I swear well, to God he th- if it's a rose, he okay, rose so com. rose computer. 
there are a series <laughs> of other holographic image like rectangles ringing the saucer so he throws a rose and it begins going across the multiple screens right like it's <laughs> is it just like the rose goes and then like the petals like spin in that oran high school host club oh for exactly that that exactly happens so he he then begins and we're just going to kind of fast forward through some of this he begins to explain what has happened baron Cortera destroying of realities showing these sort of little like etch-a-sketch style like holograms of these various realities being destroyed one by one and then the rose comes back around and he catches it with it. It, it does the full circumference and it comes around and he catches it with his other hand when he's finished his uh, long exposition. But he goes, so you see, this is why we needed you three heroes to be the future soldiers to save all of reality. And Rusty, who has to sort of take Sill's hands and kind of push them, like gently push them away. Like, stop tickling me, oh. I have to talk. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> Ooh, pardon me. See, that's what oh, happens when you... Oh, cold there. <laughs> that's what I happens when you, like, start typing on things that you don't aren't supposed to be typing on. <laughs> until you know what it is. <laughs> Type on your belly and see how you like it. Yeah. No, I but... mean, you can try. I mean, I don't really have a keyboard, but I mean, is it is it custom here? I mean... Rusty, like, boops Sill's belly button. Boop. Um, oh! He's like... <laughs> Rusty's like, I know you're probably sad because everyone you know doesn't exist anymore but fair enough if we can defeat baron Quartera, it will restore the destroyed time streams so while there may have been some losses we can restore what was lost if you can defeat him and his evil are you in <laughs> do we have a choice i don't no. really think we do <laughs> really don't yeah then let's do this. And All no right. pressure. No pressure. He points to, you see, there's like a series of other discs that were on the ground. That's like the same ones that you came out of. We were hoping to get a few more soldiers for this. Three wasn't really the optimum number. Oh, wonderful. we could save. So. Sa- save? Yeah. There's, there's not a B uh... team, I guess is what I'm saying. So, yeah, so we if, have no choice. You, we're doing yeah. this. If you don't, it's up to me. And I don't think you want that. I, I mean, don't want that uh, either. I mean, no offense, your keys are lovely, but <laughs> Thank I you. mean, really nice architecture. I like lean in and like whisper to everybody. I don't trust him, but I think he's got another mouth. <laughs> Secret mouse. What's it for? I don't know, but I think the only way we're going to see it is if we play along. <laughs> Remy just has her hands in her, dreams. like, her face in her you hands. Want to see the like, mouth. <laughs> I don't really want this. I just want to go home. Well, too bad. Home doesn't exist, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting used to that. Yeah. I'm getting used to it. It can't exist again if you help, though. It's so that's a plus. For, yeah. Can you, so like, for... alter it a little bit? Like, can I be, like, not in trouble when I get back? Like, because that'd be great. Like, Ugh. that'd just be really good. I'm just a tiny typewriter, man. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> you guys get a lot. <laughs> so, in order to defeat Baron Cortera, we're going to have to wage a long, possibly one to 50 episode campaign to try to stop him. <laughs> through a series of ever-increasing and escalating threats. We want to make sure that he isn't wise to you because he can try to chase you down. You'll need secret identities when you're there. I'm suggesting maybe a teenager's attitude kind of thing. Try to blend in with the local crowd, you know? 
that oh kind my, of thing. Oh my god. You'll need identities on Earth while you secretly wage your war to defeat him, hopefully one day in a climactic battle on his giant space castle. Now, it I seems very say oddly you... specific. <laughs> well, it is. So, <laughs> I, I, I recognize that some of you have brought tools like, say, ski masks or keytar laser guns. That's great. I'm glad you came prepared, even though you didn't. Built know you it myself. Coming. Thanks. Okay. Uh, don't have to brag. I'm sort of like marveling at it. <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> but... What's a Walmart? Wait, when, when was Walmart well, like, created? Like, I tilt my head like, Walmart? There, there's a, a mod full walls? Yeah, it's like, they got stuff all over the walls. You can get just everything there. It's uh, it's pretty convenient. I, I mean, I don't really see the convenience of, of, of a wall-specific... Oh, okay, sure, all right. You know what? It's, it's just a place where you can get stuff. I wouldn't think too hard. Never mind, I know what a Walmart is. <laughs> <laughs> it was established in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> so, Moving on. So he goes over... I'm just and so clueless. <laughs> like, everything is just sensory overload. <laughs> so, uh... I'm anti-corporation. I can't say anything. <laughs> it's like, Rusty, show them their morphers. So he, Rusty, unplugs from the console he's at, wheels his little keyboard self, his little typewriter self, over to the other console and plugs in and... Ben's typing on his chest. A little drawer opens and a magenta, cyan, and yellow... Uh, so let, let's let's hold on. Let's pitch this out here for the for the morphers for the changers. What are we feeling, gang? Are we feeling belt buckles, wrists, cell phones? What's the what's the gimmick for this season? Were we still gonna do the thing where it's like every respective age? Like so. Yes. Like, so okay. So you had like okay. Let's see. So hmm. So you're trying? Are they maybe are they watches? Because you're watches like a for sure. Thing? Yeah. So yeah. they're different kinds sure. of watches. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah, so like okay. yeah, mine would be like a pocket watch. Okay. But like yes, yeah, a uh, pocket watch slotted into a wrist thing. Okay, I like that. Remedy is like those Casio. It looks like a calculator, but those Casio digital watches. Oh, nice. <laughs> looks like a calculator. Wow, she's so cool. So <laughs> cool. Yeah, it has to shoot missiles. If you're gonna do the '80s, it has to shoot missiles. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, Excellent. I love it. I love it. And it glows blue or cyan, obviously. There's a random, like, strobe light on it for no reason. Just, like, straight-up Casio digital watch. Yes, I love it. What about Rufus's? Um, G-Shock! Oh, yeah. Get that baby G with the stick figures on there, right? Heck yeah. When you... uh, can, Can I offer that whenever you do change, that the G, like... Does the thing where it's like lots of G, like multicolored G shoot out and it's like go 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 go, go Triforcer yeah. like the, or, <laughs> like tri changer go tri changer yeah a little baby a T shock if you will T shock yeah oh, mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. so he opens the drawer and there are three tiny watches with all kinds of uh, you know it's very all very toyetic like clearly designed to be uh, sold mm. in stores near very you. plastic very yeah. plasticky you can just <laughs> well, tell this looks like it could be sold for about like 59.99 including tax <laughs> <laughs> order now um, import only yeah go to, go to from premium ba- banda <laughs> <laughs> the key to fun and also your freaking wallet <laughs> so he hands each of you buying a 30 dollars t-shirt your changer 
and says, these are your, your, your changers. They will allow you to take on your ranger forms. You are the tri-chancers, future soldiers. With these, you'll gain new powers and abilities to be able to fight back against Baron Corterra's monsters. Here, let's try them out. So he rolls over to another console, plugs himself in, types, and you guys fly over to Earth's moon. You, you pop out. You're right next to our, our moon. Like, like, like I'm holding like, my mouth, like just like trying not to like die from oxygen asphyxiation. Oh, it's not like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the, the saucer's there. The saucer's there. So I'm still going dark... to do it. Okay. So <laughs> you're on the dark side of the moon. And the the oh the god way. no you're on the dark side of the moon the saucer projects some light on the side that you're on so that you can see on the surface and where you're going to be at and he's like all right before we get down there let's do a quick morphing call that feels appropriate at this moment take on your try to change your forms time the future soldier tri-tancer can i get so you you assume the positions should, should, right. oh should it be like like chance up or something like that maybe hack attack last chance that's our last, last chance. chance i like last chance. Ooh, last <laughs> last chance sounds good yeah okay so is it future so, soldier tri-tancer last chance last chance or just last yeah. chance i think maybe would work let's chance let's chance let's yes that's chance. it <laughs> <laughs> so you assume the position, right? You get you get your your changers out. Let's get that. Let's get that. Uh, that that morphin' call. Oh God! All right, we ready? Count me. Ready? ready. Let's count it down. Okay. All right. All right. It's just let's we'll chance, right? We're not doing anything else. The Correct. three, the full yeah. thing. It's just it's just it's, just it's just less chance. Let's just make it less chance. I think that's. It's, okay. It's All right. Fine. Here. Save it for the save it for the real. One. Yeah. <laughs> I got into it. I'm gonna do it. Three, two, one. Let's, Let's dance. dance. Love it. So you you hit your changers. I don't know. How, how do you? What is your? What is the sequence for you to transform each of you? I kind of like to hear it. What's the like? How do okay. you? How do you actually do the thing to make the toy transform you? So like, I'll click the pocket watch. And so, like, when, it, when we do the let's chance, like, I'll have, like, the arms crossed out. So one hand is the pocket watch, and the other is, like, the, the bracelet is in full view. Okay. And then it's, like, do that, and then pull. The, I'm very intricate. Uh, so, like, the bracelet is on the, the left wrist. The stopwatch is in the right. I'll pull the left wrist up and then do, like, a full sort of circle with the other. And then, uh, like, when I finish the circle, slot the stopwatch in and then that triggers the transformation nice excellent so remedy pulls up the wrist up to her face that very like cross hand over face so you see the face of the watch so it's just she does like kind of a common rider cross across slice across her face turns the her wrist so you can see the face of the clock the little circle around her clock like flashes once twice three times for the three and on the third it turns into her helmet which is this has like neon glowing all around it and she just takes it and slides it over her face so she goes very like tron transformation okay. magical girl transformation sequence nice and then she like ends her pose like she's holding oh. up a guitar like rocking out <laughs> oh god so then rufus holds his uh, left arm uh, horizontally at his chin, grabs it with his right arm making a T, presses the button, and then the watch face lights up, shoots the little thing out, and then 
that expands and pulls over sort of they call it they kind of like phase through but then as they pull through it like parts of the armor have showed up or like mm. the oh yeah. Okay. yeah 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 okay yeah. and then the t i don't know about the final design of this but like the, the the another t will like hit the face and then pull over and then that forms the rest of it nice so you three go through your transformation sequence and you appear now you're on the dark side of the moon with the light from the saucer overhead you That's... obviously feel that you're in lower gravity, but you you know you get a chance to kind of look yourselves over and see that you're covered in the in the uh, uh, the ranger armor. And not gonna so... lie, this is pretty rad. I'm just kind of like <laughs> jumping up and down because I'm like really freaking out. Like, <laughs> like oh my god, I'm on the moon and I'm not dying. This is wonderful. So now's your chance to. How does your character basically kind of explore this new power? And, uh, you know, of course, like, you know, are you going to like, you know, how, how do you goof around and find out that you've got, you know, super strength and super speed and all the cool things that rangers get? Um, oh, I, I punch a rock. Absolutely punch a rock. <laughs> 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 what, you just run over and just smack it? Just yeah. I, feel, um, I feel like just so strong. I just punch a rock and it like, and we're, since we're low gravity, it's like everywhere. And then everyone's like, ah. <laughs> All right. Everyone's like, and then out, like looking at this giant, like rock piece coming at me. <laughs> oh yeah, from where oh, like yeah. he punched it. Remy's just gonna look and like, behind, like Iron Man behind a helmet suddenly see, like the like the trajectory of it, and then mm-hmm. and then just goes, man, I wish I could slice that. And then her hand lights up, and it's a guitar blade, but it's a keyboard with yes. the blade at the end. She spins it and like just slices all of them like all the debris in half so it just turns to ash like explodes it's like everything gets a slice and it just dissipates and oh, glowing neon oh my god <laughs> so Love then it. with it's like, yeah, cool. so then the, there's like another chunk coming at me and i'm just like oh god oh god and then i was like like i'm just like look, looking all over the suit trying to figure something out maybe yeah maybe we all have those like same huds so like Something like something flashes and it's just like multi-tool materializes. It's, it's look, it's basically the Rydal stick from friggin' Conrader X with the file number so, like like soldered off. So <laughs> it's just, I'm just gonna level with you. That's just that's that's all it is. So pushes a button, it becomes a lance, and then just like deflects a whole bunch of the debris. So and, ranged. Yeah, it's just like oh. And, like, start pushing all the other buttons and, like, all the other weapons from shooting. <laughs> oh, One of them almost hits me in the face. <laughs> Remy's just deflecting it with her blade, like, stop! Oh, my God. This is exciting! Relax! Jeez! <laughs> While Syl is, is hitting all those things and making all those weapons bounce out and knocks more debris around... <laughs> this is Rufus's chance to discover what his cool ranger weapon is. Another piece flies back his way. What's your cool ranger weapon? I had like boxing gloves for it, so it's like as it's flying at me, uh, I'll I'll instinctively punch towards it, and then like that forms over it, so it's just gaunt- I guess gauntlets. I don't know how you want to call it. Okay, They're like the power gloves, kind of. Oh yeah, power gloves. That's what. It yeah, it's so bad. So bad. Oh, God. yeah, he'll say that. He'll say. Hey, so bad. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear <laughs> lord. 
So you guys you get to play around for a little while and explore your powers and check out all your cool new weapons. And you you can tell you are super cool superheroes now. Right? <laughs> Whatever you were before, you now have awesome superhero powers on top of that. Cool. After you play around and blow up some parts of the moon, it's not a big deal. It's the dark side. No one sees it anyway. No one's going to even check. It's not a big deal. Right. Um, it's chill. It's you blow chill. up a, a decent chunk of the moon. And uh, Rusty teleports you back on board the saucer. I'm course, still pushing seriously. buttons as we teleport back. <laughs> he, he hits. He, he's like, oh, no, please. <laughs> we'll decompress violently if you do that. Just. <laughs> oh, sorry. Please don't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Strictly a no weapon zone. I probably should have told you I was going to teleport you before you launched a missile or yeah, something. My... That's on me. That's I on can me. fire missiles? <laughs> Oh, don't hit the missile button, please. <laughs> About to tag a trouble aspect. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, the party. Call it. Um, <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> um. So, Anizet uh, is nodding. His top hat falls off. He's nodding so so happily. But he's like, "Good, good. You're ready." To take on the challenge. And Rusty's like, I think this is a good team. I wish we'd gotten like a hundred, but three, it's a good three. I think we're going to be good. So uh, Baron Cortez are going to be here in a nebulous next 10 to 22 minutes, depending on commercial break. So we probably need to get you down onto Earth and start integrating you so that you're ready for when the attacks start inevitably coming. Right? So we're going to beam you down to, I'm just going to pull a town name out of my hat. North American town. I don't know. Paris, Texas. Nice... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say. Riverside. Um, River... Nothing happens. Riverside. We're going to call it. <laughs> No, it's River City. River oh, City wow. in state town, state USA. State USA. <laughs> Nebulously, both east and west coast, like Angel Grove, Riv- which was River clearly Cove. supposed to be LA, <laughs> but then has those episodes where they're like River back Co- in River Colonist Cove. River Cove. River Cove. Okay. Yeah, River Cove. I think that's perfect. <laughs> River Code Cove in Nebulously America. In River Cove, and you're you're given cover as as every teens uh, at a local at River Cove High, right? So mm. Rusty beams you down. She's twenty year olds walking around in a I mean, high school. Yeah. Yep. Actually, okay, <laughs> let's run with that. Uh, you're actually River Clearly. Cove commuting college students. <laughs> Oh yeah! River Cove, USA, is actually the, a, a site where they're filming a popular <laughs> weeknight <laughs> high school drama, and in all those high school dramas, they're always played by like twenty and thirty year olds who are acting like they're eighteen. So you are all cast in this show. Wait. What's the name of this show, Horsey <laughs> folks? What's the name of the show that you're cast in? Uh, uh Gulls Landing. Gulls Landing. And we're gonna p- give me a zip code. Gulls Landing. Gulls Landing nine oh six oh seven. Nine oh six oh seven. The hit television show Gulls Landing nine oh six oh seven. Where you three from the WC play <laughs> on the WC <laughs> on the, the WC the water closet. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> What's the mascot for the water closet? They're known for their potty humor. It's just they, like it's they, just a pulley. A what? It's just a pulley. 
A pulley? A pulley with a water closet? Yeah, just the pulley. Oh, pulley! Pulley has a. I'm gonna say that pulley, the mascot for the water closet for the WC, has a sort of dark, evil energy, kind of like Clippy does from Microsoft Word. Correct. Pulley, pulley seems nice, but he's killed before he's taken a life. Um, So. Usually an author, whenever you're typing away and you realize nothing is on, just because Clippy has showed up. <laughs> Hi, Lost I see you haven't checked your spelling in a while. <laughs> is this your first time typing? Let me help. Is this your first? Are you time creating typing? a resume? Screw you! Don't call me out. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip: You can just make up more work experience because it looks like you don't have much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stop burning me! Please. Use specific keywords for those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um do you have more education so, than that no i'm stopping there <laughs> here's some but the pulley the mascot for the wc network the pulley the mascot for the wc and you're on you are playing characters on gulls landing 90607 right so rusty and uh Odizut, uh help you create aliases uh rusty uh pretends to be your manager uh your agent uh, he's, he's all three of your agents. Uh, he, he does it all over the phone and via email. So he never has to meet anyone in person. <laughs> I was going to say, can he please just Clark Kennett and just he like, never, wh- and okay, like no, he, he, he just like puts <laughs> glasses on. Glasses on mustache. Yeah. He's got it's like a very advanced, like, you know, society. Glasses and mustache. It's a hologram. He, it's a hologram that works as long as you don't know what he really looks like. <laughs> so to us, you three can see just like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like a, this is great. He, he looks like the Sesame Street typewriter else. with glasses and a mustache on, but oh to everyone else, he's this like it's Chris Farley. It's just oh my god, it's perfect. <laughs> so there's a couple weeks flash by where he integrates you. You know, you guys get a little a little apartment together. You're working on the set. You're in some episodes. So uh, <laughs> create that social media account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> That's from so management. let's let's talk about what is we're going to fast forward to when baron cortera finally arrives what what dramatic first off what characters do you three play in goals landing 90607 hit teen high school drama uh the cool best friend duh um <laughs> let's see awkward loner uh, awkward loner type i'm um, like denim denim vest no sleeves <laughs> So they cast me as the manic pixie dream girl who like can barely act, but for some reason has like a huge following. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So what what is happening? We're gonna say this is a very special episode of Goals Landing nine hundred six or seven. We're tackling a real tough topic on today's Um, episode. Joey, the lead quarterback. uh, They just found uh, Waggy Tabaki in. The Dare episode. <laughs> they filmed it. <laughs> we all have Dare shirts on. Oh god! They all they all think it's like the loner's fault, but it's not. Oh wait, no, even better. They're they're try, they try to get still hooked on it, and it's just like she's having a crisis of conscience because like she's never been this in love before oh my <laughs> with the job. <laughs> 
and you're trying to talk me out of of going off to like a, a rave. Yeah, <laughs> it's like listen, I've been there before. It's not your scene. No, like you don't understand. Okay, this is the first time that anyone has ever felt this way for me, and if you can't be with me like that, if you can't support me as a friend, then I don't think we should be friends. <sighs> listen, when we graduate. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want to hear it. And I just like, I just like grab my, my, my leather jacket and put on like my little beret and like walk out to the tune of like some like friggin' jewel song that like, (laughs) and you just look there like, like looking away and just like clenching like a necklace or something. No, it's her phone. (laughs) (laughs) With like the last text message that... This is just be safe. Oh, it's, it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, just fades out into her last text message. Just take care of her or something. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting ready to shoot the um, the scene at the very end where it's like, listen, what we just did today was a very dramatic episode, but it's something that could happen to you or your friends in real life. <laughs> if someone you know is struggling with drugs. Please call this number. Go to this website. Talk to your parents. <laughs> There's no hope with dope. <laughs> so <laughs> right after, course, like rest- that typical, like every all the cast members are just like, ah, we're in the middle of a slow mo promotional dance. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> On a white screen they, they for some to, reason. They forgot to take the uh, the the uh, calisthenics ending theme out of this episode, so that it's, it plays that immediately after the very serious. <laughs> 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 we're, so, we're leaving a message, but you still got to work out sometimes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come on, dance along. No drugs. <laughs> oh God! Like Rusty comes out like, "Hey, I've noticed you haven't been working out lately. Here's a two dance for you." <laughs> Rusty's there on set. He's of course wearing his disguise, quote unquote, uh, but he's just a little typewriter. And amongst all these people, he's like, "Look at them! They're such talents." <laughs> I told Big you, arm I told gestures. You, Benny. <laughs> he's he's trying to do with his tiny little clip, you know claw hands trying to like he's pulling at suspenders or something with his thumbs right like proud of these kids please tell me he is a little stogie that he has like taped on that doesn't quite it's not smoking it's just like it's just a hot dog it's It's really a hot dog it's an old hot dog oh my god what is this show (laughs) he's he rolls over to Rufus and like puts his arm or like around the back of your <laughs> knees, like because he can't reach that. And he's like waggling that hot dog, kid. We're going places. <laughs> We're going places, kid. Oh jeez. Oh god. So, so uh, in the mid, you're about to finish filming uh, when a large explosion rings out and people start screaming and running. Oh, that's right? not a special effect. Uh, no. Um, I mean, it could be. Check the call sheet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, you, you turn... wasn't supposed to be here today. 
the season finale of Ghost Landing, there's going to blow up the whole set. Oh, no, that's the car accident that happens because I go off with <laughs> Joey. Because he's too choked up to drive. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, explosions are going off, and uh, you all happen to be dramatically near each other, right? Find each other as soon as the explosions go off. And Rusty's like, oh, no, I think this is it. And he just sort of throws his arms in the air and wheels away. away from danger and you can see uh around the corner of course there happens to be a park nearby also a beach nearby who knows why but there's a park and a beach within eyesight of uh, this film set at river cove and you can see people running away uh and shouting and screaming lots of plastic furniture gets knocked over of course absolutely Mm. It sounds like that explosion mm-hmm. came from the old rock quarry. No. <laughs> uh, lots of uh, styrofoam boulders out of nowhere. Absolutely. Uh, and people are stumbling forward, and you can see them being covered. Someone gets hit from behind with this big, like, like glorp of sort of grayish ooze. Oh, and they, like, they get, like, hit from behind and fall to the ground, and you can see it sort of, like, spreading over them and, like, sticking them to the ground, and it just, like, fuses, and the person's like, no! just totally hardens and sticks them to the ground and you see more of these these glorbs start you know smacking people and turning them to stone and you know sticking them to walls sticking them to to parasols sticking them to bushes and they just keep like getting solidified i like run up to one of them and i pull like a little like analyzer gadget oh no it's the pocket yeah the pocket watch i pull the pocket watch okay analyzing it you can see it's made of let's see space. Actually, you know what? Maybe. Let's let's do our first roll. Let's see if you can yeah, analyze what it is. So, what's your approach here for for analyzing this? Um, I would say probably clever. Okay. So let me see here. So it's up to so you're gonna want to roll and add your clever. And the question is, are you trying to? Uh, you're probably trying to create some kind of advantage and understand something, right? To try yes. to, to set up. Okay, so we're gonna create an advantage. All right. Lord, give me a good roll. <laughs> that is, let's see, so that's two, four, three, two. That's a one. A grand total of a one? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so but you still managed to create an advantage, and when you create an advantage and you got a positive one, that's create or discover an aspect, and you get a free invocation on it. So there's basically plus one fate point floating on it right now, just a freebie. Oh. Oh. So uh, what do we want to call this advantage? Um going to be a little scene advantage maybe like uh I would... um, just like general analysis okay general analysis so there's a little general and i'm going to put that in the chat here and one point so there's one floating point there that anybody can use at any time if they want to use that so you, you okay. give me some techno babble here mike um so just anything it's just like go right ahead okay according to the world chair this seems to be Hardening clicking on the impact. I don't know. I can't speak for the life signs of the people inside of it, but it looks like we don't get caught up in it. Don't worry about checking for life signs. <laughs> this huge monster stomps up, and uh, he looks like like a, like castle stone in architecture, right? Bodies all pieces of stone oh, I... with like goopy mortar in between them. In his left hand is a giant, like, oversized hammer, and his right hand is this big sort of Mega Man-style cannon, but way oversized, and it looks like a giant cement mixer, basically. Oh! And he walks up, and his his face, um, the, his, there's, like, uh, it's all segmented brick, but, like, his mouth is just, like, like constantly wet, 
like mortar, basically <laughs> dripping, and like that's how he moves and talks. And he's like, Ew. as he's oh, no. as he's Ew. as he's speaking, like the globs of the oh, mortar are like sprinkling sp- on the ground. And he's just like, don't worry about checking for life signs. They won't have them for long. You're facing Mortarian. And of course, his name will flash across the bottom of the screen for the viewers at home. Uh, Mortarian. And uh, and you're next. Get him. And all of a sudden, from conveniently just off frame, a bunch of Fright Knights run in, of course. And like I said, they are very much uh, in the putty breed of of goons. They're always like sort of wobbling their arms around and stuff. But they have, you know, these little tiny round shields and these sort of flimsy looking swords. They have like red armor with lots of angular shapes to it and and more checkerboard patterns. And they're like... And just run forward towards you all. So, so just, I guess Remy Remy is very proactive. So she's just gonna run up in her. Thankfully, since this was a high school scene near the bleachers, she is wearing her cheerleader outfit for. Okay. (laughs) Which happens to be blue for some reason. Just happens to be. But she still has very eighties makeup because glitter is her thing. It was a contractual. It was a contractual. One hundred percent. That nice neon blue eyeshadow, still a thing. <laughs> so she runs up and just kind of does this weird, like, not even weird, like just twist flip to just kick two of them straight in the face, like out of costume, just ready to, ready to go. Okay, so we're gonna do an attack then. Yes. Then? Okay. So, uh, so let's go ahead and set the scene real fast. We're gonna have Mortarian. He's your sort of main villain. And we're going to have three groups of four uh, Fright Knights. Oh. So there's three groups of them. Three groups of four. And so what we want to do is we kind of want to set some zones. So here's what we'll do. We have Mortarian. I'm going to put him down here in the chat. we got Mortarian, our big bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have uh, four Fright Knights. We have three groups of four fright knights and uh for our zones so we're gonna have the bleachers that'll be one zone we'll have another zone that is the park question mark just nebulously we're next to a park for some reason it's another zone or area that might be near here the beach in you this said. space yeah it's near true the there's beach. a beach beach question mark for some reason anything else that makes sense you're filming on that uh the back lot uh, studio is there like a- Okay, the back lot that works. I would say like uh, trailer uh, trailers or dressing rooms or something. Okay, like that. yeah. Like, would we be on location or is it like the actual studio? It's there? the actual studio. Yeah, that's the. Okay, then yeah, back lot. Okay, so back lot. All right, so and we'll say there is uh, one group of fright knights. I'll go ahead and put. Nope, I didn't want to click that. All right, so there's uh, one group of fright knights at the bleachers, uh, the park, and the back lot. And uh, for their location, and Mortarian is, um, he's going to be in the park area as well currently. Again, this is all nebulously close because it's tokusatsu, so everything is just one punch away, really. Um, (laughs) Of course. So that's where we're at. Just a backflip away. (laughs) Yeah, right. Just one backflip out of frame. Yep. So I'll go ahead and let, let's go ahead and let... Uh, Paula and Pat, I'll let you both kind of act one time before we get into the sort of like the proper stuff. So, Paula, you wanted to attack. I wanted to attack, and she's basically backflipping into the bleachers. 
Okay. That, like the, okay. So for the group in that area. Okay, they're like scrambling up the bleachers, swinging mm-hmm. their plastic toy swords at people and frightening them and, and pushing yeah. them to the ground, and you're back flipping up there to attack them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're going to be. Uh, I, I'm just there. These are just going to be mooks, and they are only going to have a one stress box and a two. two I'm sorry, they're going to have a one stress box and a two stress box each group, right? So they can. That's all they can take. It's either a one or two, and they don't have because they're mooks. They don't have any ability to take any consequences so like if you hit them for example for a three it would just take them out of the fight entirely like they're just okay mooks. cool so why don't you give me how what's your approach here for your attack uh it's going to be quick because she wants to just okay. get through it so it's a plus two okay and then just roll your fate dice and tell me what the grand total is <laughs> oh, and I'll roll for them they're just going to be rolling straight they're just at plus zero so uh they literally oh. got... <laughs> i got a plus three Great. Okay. They got a plus, a plus, a minus, and a minus. They're all totally canceled out. So you get a plus three. They cannot even absorb a plus three because they only have a one stress box and two stress box, and you can't check more than one box at a time. So you flip up there. There's about four of them. Tell me how you defeat that group. What's your... <laughs> so she's flipping up into the ble- like to the bleachers. It almost looks like, I don't know, maybe she actually flipped down, but they only re-rolled it, so she goes up. <laughs> 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 you know <laughs> true japan action club style I yeah love basically it. and so she gets back up there and it's she grabs one and like around the neck and just punches it and then uses that momentum to spin forward so she kind of like like spin spins on his back and then uses okay. that spin to kick the other one Okay, it's like they're like tumbling down the bleachers, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Uh, which it, and one of the suits, the one that's going over the hard bleachers, is clearly just like a dummy. It's not even a suit actor yeah. at that point. It's like <laughs> it's obviously a dummy. Yep. Um, but they're so still like tumbling the down crash the bleachers. Mat, no. yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so then uh, Rufus. So now we have there's one group of fright knights no longer at the bleachers. One's at the park, one's at the back lot, and then Mortarians in the park. So, Rufus, do you want to do something? Do you want to act in some way? Uh, Mortarian's at the park. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if he's reluctant, we maybe don't want him to have go straight there. Um, how about let's go? Let's go to the back lot. Okay. Wait. Right? Because uh, yeah, you can move. Still's not there. Still hasn't moved yet. Right. Correct. I'm not occupying somebody else. Sill, Sill uh, did the create advantage. I'm just kind of letting you all act real quick before we get into like okay. the, the real nitty gritty, I guess. Okay. Um, so then... So there's there's Fright Knights running around the back lot, doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, so Rufus just runs up and starts punching him left and right. Okay. <laughs> just okay. very direct. Well, she's not that high on the, on the rating here. Okay. Uh... So what's your approach? So then? This is out of costume still. Um, Correct. Running, yeah. So uh, he notices that uh, there's a big button kind of thing on their chest after knocking down a couple of them. So he tries that out and it blows up. One of them. <laughs> just poof. Just cotton stuffing everywhere. A little bit of okay. Sparks. So you you're gonna be attacking then. And what's your yes. approach? Um, I guess this is quick. Is okay. Plus three. Okay. So then roll and add that, and I'll just roll for them again. They don't have any. They're they're. This is not their forte. They're just rolling the dice straight. They got a negative one total. Oh uh, wow. Okay. Oh boy. What did you get? <laughs> I got a negative three, <laughs> but the approach is a 
I get to use the approach, right? Which is yeah, which is a zero. Zero, yeah. So now this is up to you. So now here, this is an opportunity Jeez. here. But uh-huh. you could you could just add plus two to the roll, just so that you're up by two, and that would that would beat them by three, right? So you could just you could tag an aspect here to be up by two, and not because they can't take a three stress, so that would knock them out of the fight. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because they're you're currently beating them by one, but if you tagged one of your aspects and went up by two, you'd beat them by three. They couldn't take they're, that hit. They're, and wipe they're them gone, out. gone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So how might sense. one of your aspects apply? If you could think of one, or you could use you could either use one of your aspects, or there's the floating general analysis that Sil provided. Wait, so maybe you can't use the tro- oh well, right, you kind of can it. because you saw that little you know big you, button. That's a general analysis, right? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Okay, then yeah, then, okay, but that's that's just the one, right? Yes, you would spend that one off. You wouldn't have to spend one, so you still have your three. You would just spend okay. the free one that was floating off great analysis. Now, great analysis doesn't go away, but that freebie mm-hmm. has now been spent. So, I don't know. Maybe, Sil, do you, like, call out something or something? like? It, okay. It's so, like, do I just keep going with the analysis, maybe? Or is it just, like, it's still or, like, how would that work? Well, it's just hanging there because you've done the analysis. It now exists in the scene and the fiction that you've done that. And you can bring it up in the future and tag it if you need to. But the freebie that okay. was floating on it that has just been spent. But I'm saying, like, do you want to, like, call out something? to rufus oh no her flavor yeah to like yeah just be like nicely done or something like that okay so uh rufus is <laughs> you're punching those lord zed z's on their chests right <laughs> making oh, no. them all like explode and <laughs> arms and yeah. legs flying everywhere the cotton and all that so yes. the one at the back lot has been taken care of now as well so now we would move into we would usually move into the general kind of initiative order which goes by quick which the these little guys have zeros and Mortarian only has a quick of one. So who has the highest quick? I guess I have plus two. Mine's plus two. I have yeah, I have two. Okay. Everybody's so got then, two? Yeah. So Rufus, you'll be starting us off then at the top of the round. There is the you just cleared <coughs> out the ones at the back lot. People are still running and screaming, which you've knocked out all those goons. The ones at the bleachers have been knocked out. And so there's a group at the park and Mortarians at the park. Okay, so then I guess arrive at the park first and start Okay. The, oh, um, I'm a... You can't defeat us, little man. Well, you're the biggest one here, so why not go for that? I'm sure the others are going to get... They're going to scramble. Rufus runs into the park, goes straight <laughs> straight from Mortarian, and, and ignores the, uh, the Fright Knights. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, dear. That's my uh, no-hero training. Okay. So, uh, he... So, you're going to... Uh, you're going to attack him, then? Yeah. Okay. Out of so costume? He is going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yes. No hero training. No hero training, okay, true. Oh, yeah. boy. Yep, that's true, true to form. All totally right, so forgot. he, uh, what's your approach here? Uh, Very direct. Okay. Just looking for that, looking for that button, thinking it's going to be in the same place as the others. Okay, so he is going to resist with just kind of his strength with forceful, so that's going to be a plus four for him. Oh, jeez. So, big boy, big monster boy. I'm going to need backup real soon. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. So he got he he got a net I mean... of a positive five, a net of a positive five. <laughs> oh <laughs> shite! <laughs> oh boy! Oh, oh dear! God. So that's well, we're probably gonna need a new leader pretty soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just pasted. Oh no, he's yeah. just defending. You're attacking him, so he can't. He's not hurting you or anything. Oh okay, great. I roll right now, right? Yeah, go ahead and roll and add your approach. Um, 
roll. Zero. Cool. <laughs> okay. Plus your approach. And uh, oh, approach is boy. three. So that's... So he's net he's three. Currently, yeah, he's net three. He's net five. So he's currently winning by two, which well, there'd be no effect. Hmm. So, but it's up to you if you want to try to tag an aspect for a reroll or to add a two. Or if you just want to let that slide, it's up to you. If I do the aspect, what happens here? So that... when you when you tag an aspect, you're that's how you justify spending a fate point. And that can either add two to the roll straight up, or you can okay. re-roll the dice. What happens if it... So that would... If I use that, that pushes it from negative uh, two to zero, right? Uh, yes, which in, on an attack, if you tie, you don't you don't harm him in any way, but you create uh -huh. what's called a boost. A boost is just another type of aspect. It's just uh -huh. got a floating free plus one, but unlike say the advantage that uh, when when might create an advantage with Sill, general analysis, even though you spent the freebie on it, it stays in the scene that you've done that. A boost is just an advantage that once you spend the freebie on it, it's just gone. It just disappears, right? So it would just kind of vaporize. So you can choose to spend a fate point to add a boost that has a free fate point on it that's hanging, but you wouldn't do any damage, or you right. can just kind of let I it mean, slide. Let's, and... let's try it out. Okay. Okay. So you're that. gonna you're gonna tag which which aspect are you tagging? Uh, can I use the trouble for this? Does oh, if you sense? can justify it to me. Yeah. No hero training. Just an idiot. Like okay. So rushed yeah. in, attack the boss first before anything else. Okay. Trying to find a weak point. I'll accept it. Uh, so you're running in and you're just swinging at him, right? I mean, you're going all out, right? He's he's sure. deflecting, knocking you around. You can't get in there. I don't know what you're trying, kid. How do you generate? So go ahead and lower your your fate points by one. You're down to two now. And okay. let's generate. What is this boost? How? In what way are you creating this little sort of semi-temporary benefit for the team? So Rufus goes in, tries to hit for the weak point, thinking it's mm -hmm. at the chest. Um, okay. He brushes it aside. It's not there, but you actually see it's more like a lower part of the body, uh, maybe like the side. See. So okay. That, so we'll put. Gel? Okay, we'll put found the weak point. That'll be the boost. Found his weak point, and that has one point one free invocation on it. So the only thing is. Once you spin this, this just leaves the scene, right? It will just mm. go away. Unlike general analysis, which would which has stayed, even though we've used the point on that. So you run in. This is zero freebies left. I'm just going to change it to make sure it's gone. Okay. So you go in. You see his weak point. You, like, spot it, right? Hmm. Um, do you want to call out to the team or something like that that you... Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be in his chest. It's totally not. My bad. My bad. So I'm just backing <laughs> up, rolling, rolling away. So as you're... He as swings you're... at me. I roll back, kind of like cartoonishly hit a bench or something. <laughs> oh, God. I thought the weak point would be on the chest. It's not. It's more like his hip. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> He's just like bellowing at you. He's like... Don't you talk. Don't you lie about my hips. <laughs> like they big, don't lie. <laughs> globs of, you know, of mortar coming out of his mouth, like splorching on the ground, like like locking in the grass in place. These big, almost like cement now. They okay, instantly so, turn into cement, like as soon as yes, they hit the grass. Yes, like, exactly. Like, like flash right, freeze, yeah. right? Um, okay, yeah. so then so next would be gross. either Sill or uh, Remy, either one, because you both have a plus two for quick. Oh, oh boy. So this is a mess. Let's see. So at that moment, so I'm seeing Rufus, like, dodging the mortar. Or did he get hit with it? 
He didn't get hit with it. He's dodging it, but he managed. Yeah. He's dodging yeah, it. Yeah, he's good. Okay, just stupid. So, oh, all right. Um, so then I'm realizing that this is not good. I kind of <laughs> whisper into my little communicator to everyone. It's like, I everyone. I I suggest a tactical retreat. We are supposed to be keeping a low profile. I think if we if we go at it now, everything's going to go rather pear shaped. If I believe, <laughs> I was trying to think of a good. Analogy. <laughs> <laughs> just like communicators back. Listen, this is only one episode, and I think everybody in this backlog is distracted. I think we got this. We have powers after all, so. Why is everyone talking about episodes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we're actors, apparently. <laughs> oh! All right. So I am. Um, all right. In that instance, let's see here. I'm going to see the the Fright Knights. Are they making any sort of move right now towards Rufus while this is all happening? Yeah, yeah, like, are they yes. trying to take advantage? The, one, the ones on the part, they're now beginning to surround him near the bench. Okay. This is like, um, are there we any, would cut like... to commercial break right before that. They're, like, about to surround him. They zoom in, a really awkward zoom in on his face where he's like, <gasps> and then we cut to commercial, <laughs> you know, show the latest toys, come back, you know. <laughs> so. All right, so, so come back. Um, okay, are, are there any, like, stray objects nearby sure waste baskets picnic tables i i'm beach i'm gonna balls. throw the waste ba- oh perfect i'm gonna take the beach ball okay and i'm gonna throw it at the fright nights to get their attention okay <laughs> <laughs> you grab and throw boink <laughs> bounces off oh, the sound effect <laughs> it's like, it's like when they sort of turn as a group to see Dog who hath beach balled me <laughs> And I'm just like running up. I'm like, hello. <laughs> mind if I distract you for a minute? <laughs> mind if I distract? <laughs> so, and, all right. And, and then, okay, using the beach ball, I'm going to, because now it's on the ground, I'm going to kick one in the face. <laughs> if, if this is permissible, kick one in the face. And as I'm sure he's probably going to catch it or dodge it. In the confusion, I'm going to go in for like a sharp kick to the face. No, this is fine. Yeah, go ahead and attack. Using the beach ball and all that, and they're gonna roll. They don't. They have no pluses to this. A net okay. of a one on their part. Okay, would, would that be flashy or would that be um, clever? You think? I I don't know. You tell me. What what's your what's your angle here? Let's see. Let's do clever. Okay. And because uh, deception tactics. Okay. All right. Here goes. That is. Let's see. Okay, um, that is a two. A net two? Yeah. Okay, so you're currently beating them by one. And again, All right. they could take that on one of their stress boxes, or if you spent a fate point, you could either re-roll or add two. And remember, if you if you beat them by three, they can't take a three stress box. Like, they're just, they're not tough enough for it. It would wipe them out. So you could do that if you wanted. Okay, I'm going to spend, a, like, a, a fate point to add on to that. Okay, what and you need to tag I'm- an aspect to I'm gonna tag that. my da- yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tag my dangerous optimism because okay. because this is basically something out of her her wheelhouse. Okay, uh, and it's just because it's like she had all the choices in the world for stuff to use, and she chose a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and she's convinced that this is just gonna be so cool and so funny to talk about later that she's gonna <laughs> that she's gonna go for it, and she's betting that they're gonna think it's silly, and she's just gonna attack. And it's an approach that's worked pretty much most of her life. 
All right, so you come in. <laughs> she comes in, kicking that beach ball, bouncing on her forehead, sliding in, punching, kicking, spinning, and she they all get like knocked over, laid out, and of course the final one falls down, and the beach ball plink one more time off the forehead before it <laughs> falls over. So all three of the... I catch it, and I'm just kind of looking like happily. It's like wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you all, all three of the minion groups are now down. So it's just Mortarian left, and oh, all three. Up to Ray again. It's time to activate, I think. Yeah. So, seeing that she's just she's just standing at the top of the bleachers, like hands on her hips, like, all right, looks like we cleaned up a bit. Ready for Grossy McGrosser over there? She's actually going to flip forward. <laughs> <laughs> she's mean. <laughs> what are you gonna do? She's actually going to flip forward, actual footage, not reverse footage, and Ooh. roll into oh, wow. suddenly. Budget. Yeah, I know, right? She <laughs> she actually and she rolls forward, surprisingly landing right next to Rufus, like and just stands back up. <laughs> kind of like does that shoulder roll entrance into the scene and stands up, and I'm all like, "It's like need a little help." <laughs> And then just like holding, like holding her watch up, just like winking at him, just like, "Hey, let's go." Nice. Rufus takes her hand and gets up. After yep. That, like, she's like, like so, yeah. Like it's basically let's shake it off, shake it off. Yeah, it's kind of like think about like go, rolling forward, office. catches like and the momentum catches Rufus's hand and she like lifts him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh yeah. And like how with a wink, Syl... like come on, let's go. <laughs> how does Sill enter the frame too? For this, because I, I feel like still is just like appla- like applauding, like just just silently applauding as she's watching this, like <laughs> this landing, like still Pardon. perfect Pardon. lipstick glitter. Nice. Yeah. Her hair is perfectly coiffed, not an eyeglass out of sight. <laughs> oh yeah, like okay. Remedy actually has like blue glasses, like clear blue glasses, but they are never out of place. <laughs> so somewhere off screen, her makeup team is like. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly quaffed. So, so here's the thing. Obviously, the morphin call is about to happen here, and I want—I would oh, like yes. to hear you all say, "Future soldier, try chance or let's chance before the hin- before the henchin happens." But here's the thing. Okay. Do you know this is? It's still technically. I mean, we're kind of becoming a group action here, but it's still technically Remy's turn. So, I don't know if you want to do, and this is up to you, mm. Paula. If you want to do, we're going to do the the team henchin call, and then you'll go ahead and take your. This is all just narrative funsies. You're going to go ahead and take your attack normally, or if you want to try to make this like a create advantage scenario where you're starting the henchin call and you're trying to set up, you know, another advantage in the scene before you go in and start fighting Mortarian. Totally your call. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's roll that back a little bit. Let's break that okay. down. Okay. So, fiction-wise, you're just asking me whether or not how do I want to set it up so I can create an advantage for them? Well, I guess what I'm saying is this is all just in the fiction there's no like limit to rounds. It's not like say, oh, there's only a six second round or whatever. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. We have, you know, Rufus and Syl <clears throat> are also both acting and saying and doing things in here, but it's all nebulously. It's still in your turn. Yeah. All you've really done is move into this zone and we're about to do the henchin call, which is going to be cool. I'm just saying, would you like to just go ahead and attack Mortarian normally? Or do you, as your action after doing all this, mm-hmm. or is this an opportunity you might want, this is just for you to think about, would you want to, like, say, create an advantage, like, we've transformed now, or something like that? You yes, know, that, I definitely want to take this chance to transform, and if, cur- yes. what I definitely want to do is, as we're getting ready, since he, like, Rufus is super, still kind of, like, a little reluctant, like, as she transforms, she will, for Remedy specifically, to kind of, like, 
sidekick him so he's a little bit more forward <laughs> to take more of a leadership position. <laughs> oh, I like that. oh great. so like you know when she pulls her helmet down and like does her magical girl Tron transformation, it's like just get over there. <laughs> 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 oh, like he's supposed to start the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love it. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's good. All right, so, let's so. Do a, Pat, let's do a countdown for this. We're gonna say the future soldier try chance, right. or let's chance, and then the match will right. happen. Right. Oh boy, counting down. All right, so it'll be three, two, one. Call out. Three, two, one. Future, future soldier, soldier try chance. Let's, let's chance. chance. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, theme song. The OP begins to play here. Everyone's going through your transformation sequences. Like first episode. Triple split. Preferably sung by either Jam Project or Miku. Composed by Chume Watanabe. Maybe Toshihiko Sahashi, if we can afford it. Hey, there is an ending theme and an opening theme. We can have both. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Amazing. So uh you transform, we get some really gratuitous close-up shots of like your shoulder armor, your belts, your boots, your helmets. There's all you know, totally, you know, glammed up for the <laughs> Her makeup turns even scarves. more I'm neon. Putting, I'm putting... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just putting that out there, we have scarfs, or if we all do not have them, at least yellow has one. <laughs> yellow definitely has one. Yellow has a scarf. <laughs> There's like a neon, like a swing that runs along the scarfs and like sparkles at the edge of the scarf. You know. Remy has um, one. Like Cyan definitely has one, but it's like, it's the scarf, but then it just attaches. So it's a design on her suit instead. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's awesome. <laughs> she That's awesome. is cool. <laughs> wow, she's so cool. <laughs> um, so... The, the call has happened now, but still, Remy, it is still technically your turn. So, were you going to attack, create advantage? What, what's your what's your your approach here? So, she, as she do? kind of kicks Rufus forward to kind of, like, make him take the pose, she's going to flip her hand open, pulls out her keytar, and <laughs> it's time for a hack attack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then she's going to spin it, so she cre- it creates a, a little bit of a a slicing motion, but it's a ramp for Rufus to go run up and punch him in the face. Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay. So that's my assist. I'm like, get up there. <laughs> Alright, so that is definitely creating an advantage, so just go ahead and roll and add whatever approach oh, you God. do. Okay. Where's my dice? The clicky piggy. Rolling. <laughs> it's a negative one. Add your approach. Uh, which is, I guess it's a flashy approach, so it's it's just a zero. So just a total of a zero? Just a zero. Okay, so you're trying to create an advantage, and a zero is generate one invoke. So wait, uh, no, we don't create advantage. All right, so so you're creating something new. So uh, it's just creating a boost rather than creating a full. Again, a, a full create advantage would stay in the scene, like great analysis okay, okay. is hanging with us. Cool. So you were, we're just creating. Uh, what do you want to call this? Kitar ramp or something? Like, yes. Okay, so we have we have t- uh, three aspects on the scene right now. We have, oh, geez, why is my mouse not cooperating? Ah, cat butt. That was the problem. Cat butt in the way. <laughs> so uh, we have basically three aspects on the scene, which is... Uh, like the, the keys finish. light up like the the flats the and Tom the sharps Hanks are big. neon. Yeah. 
Oh, God. <laughs> so general analysis is an advantage that's still on the scene, although it has no free invocations, but you can tag it just like an aspect on your character. We have found his weak point and Kitar ramp. Oh, my God. What you were supposed to in the champ. Amazing. Uh, oh, my God. We have two boosts on the scene, <laughs> found his weak point and Kitar ramp. They both have one free invocation sort of floating on them, but once they're spent, they're gone. Here's another thing that we're going to, I will now, now that we have enough floating around, I'll introduce this other rule about fate. You can tag more than one aspect to spend more than one fate point in a single roll in any way that you choose. However, you can't, you can't tag the same aspect twice. So this is why you start creating that. Like, for example, someone could spend like currently, you know, Kitar ramp and found his weak point and something off their character sheet. Like you could spend a bunch in one turn. That's how you get like really, really big effects in this game is you create lots of advantages and then use those and your character sheet to create like really, really big net effects, basically. So, thought I'd introduce that role here. Now, cool, cool. so that was Remy, and now it'll be Mortarian's turn. So, uh, the Kitar ramp starts going up, and Mortarian's like, I'm not having any of this. <laughs> and he starts, pulls his hammer up, and the uh, head begins to spin on end. And he points it down while it's spinning, and it starts like, like shooting out bricks and like stone across the ground and then he comes behind oh. him with his his big uh cement mixer arm just like slathering mortar across the top and he does this in super fast speed up mode back and forth and literally just lays a giant castle wall in between him and you so he is trying to create an advantage uh giant castle wall uh we'll say this is clever although he's not terribly clever so only a plus two for him uh, with a net of three on the roll total, so that would be net of three is an advantage with two free invocations. So he has aspect, or advantage rather, castle wall, two free invocations. So that's in his camp right now. So there's another one on the scene now, which is a giant. He just <laughs> starts laying out all these bricks. So with two free invokes. Okay, so that's that turn. Back around to the top for Rufus. Um, so now that now that we're geared up, we can actually activate the weapons. Or was that sure? Right? Yeah. All right. So using the uh, is that cool? Maybe. Yes, that's what it's, I made <laughs> that's it for you. For, right? <laughs> that's right. All right. Oh, that's perfect. That is that's so perfect. Can I, is that, can I use that thing? Is that, all right. Yes. Okay, here we go. She and, like literally just uh, kicks him. Like get go. <laughs> so <laughs> Rufus dashes forward, takes the ramp up. Stepping on one of the keys makes it like kind of what do you call that? Like glissando kind of slide thing, slides him all the way up to the top of it, rolls into like a cannonball, and uh, punches as he's punching the uh, power glove thing activates. Okay, he goes for that weak point for real this time. Okay, okay, so uh, you're gonna roll, and what's your approach here? Um, that sounded a bit flashy to me. What do you think? I, I feel that did sound pretty flashy. I would call um, it an allegro type of tempo. Oh, oh, you groaner. <laughs> uh, so do you say that in fiction? Like, does that? <laughs> no. Say that in character? Please tell me you say that. Please tell she me. She says you it say under that. her breath. <laughs> Can I hear it? <laughs> I don't know. Make a roll. Can you? <laughs> okay. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to say that's, uh, let's see. Um, oh forceful. <laughs> trying, really trying to hear. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make it forceful because you're just so cool, and she's trying wow, to pick up on she's that. So cool. 
<laughs> Even the All Fright right, Nights. That is... <laughs> Alright, It's just going 120 uh, beats per minute. That's a three. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> you definitely hear it. You hear that quip. It's like, yeah, it's a leg. Oh, God. I just kind of, like, look over, and I just sort of, like, give a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> you could feel. You can't see it, but you can definitely feel the eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the suit actor portrays an eye roll. Yeah. Even in the suit. It's just that, like, turn of the head just shrugs. Yeah, so like, ugh. So, uh, Going up 120 trying, beats per minute. Mortari <laughs> is trying to carefully... Is. Oh my god! Carefully, he's trying to carefully get away from getting hit by Rufus, so he'll be at a plus three for his roll. So, grand total was a four on the roll. Plus three, plus two? Alright, so zero to five. Five. He's going to spend one of the free invokes, which this can go back and forth. He's going to spend one of the free invokes off Castle Wall to bump him up to a, a net five now. So you being down one. So Dang. he's he's like sliding Wait, behind what? the castle. Like, no, no way. Trying to like lay those walls in front of you. But of course you can also inv- hit aspects and stuff if you want to bump up your net. But he's he burned one of the free invokes off of that. So it, he got a total of six. He his grand total was a four. Now he's up to a six because he spent that one free invocation off Castle Wall. But you haven't spent any aspects Uh, or anything. Can I apply any? Well, there's the the Kitar ramp. That's a free invoke. And yeah, so that puts it at a five. I would have to use one of my aspects to do. You're at, aren't you? Current? Didn't you roll a five total? Yes. Okay. So yeah, that would. Oh. So the the Kitar ramp. And found his weak point. You could use both of those. You could also either tag general and that. Like the free, the key ramp, Kitar ramp, and the found his weak point. Those have a free invoke on them. Once you spend them, they go oh, right. away. Okay. But they have free invokes on them. And then you can mm-hmm. also spend off either general analysis or any of your character ones too. If you have your own fate points you want to bring to the table. And I'm here. I might as well do a little bit more, right? Sure. Yeah. But he's currently up by one. I mean, why apply sticky fingers? Or can I use the trouble again? If, no, yeah, really I mean, it, trouble is intended to get you fate points, but if you can justify why it works in the situation, you just have to justify it to me. Um, I'm going to say the high concept, I wasn't even supposed to be here because I'm getting the uh, heads up from... Okay. Um, I'm getting the heads up from Cyan there. Okay, okay. Does that, does that apply? What do you think? That works. I told it. So you can spend your, your fate point off of that. Now you're back to being yeah. up by one. Do you want to tag any of these other ones or use anything else? Yeah. I mean, I used the... I can use general analysis, right? Because I built for the weak point. Well, you can uh, just... Or... The found his weak point is the boost that you made. And oh, you can just spin right. that your own on your own if yes. you want. Okay. okay. Do so you're doing that. So that's just... I'm going to yep. go ahead and delete that. It's gone. I'm going to do strike through. It's out. So that's the two... So now you're up by... From flashy. So you did... Right. You gained two... You, the first two points was off your own invoke which you needed to spend a fate point for so you're up by one you just used the found as yes. weak point now you're up by three do you want to use anything else okay. uh i think that's all i got i should probably hang on this you don't want to use the kitar ramp oh yeah kitar ramp okay, okay. so i'm gonna edit that so that's four so now you're up by five. Oh my god kitar ramp did that much well each one i mean every time you spend it you're oh, adding yeah, plus yeah. two that's so you, you basically used three of them to go up plus six so okay. anything else that you're you want to spend or do? welcome <laughs> you. this is how fate works you set up all these little mini advantages and stuff and then trigger a bunch at the same time to really whammy somebody no kidding. 
so you're at a plus five. He only has one, two, three. He has a one, two, three, and a four stress box. So he doesn't have a five. So he's going to have to take a moderate consequence of. Well, he's actually going to take a major consequence of a six because he has two. You have two, four, and six for your consequences. So he's going to have to check his six. So I'm going to call that smashed my weak point. So he's six. The only way he can soak that five. So tell me, tell me how you crash through and knock this baddie. What happens? All right. So I ran forward, took that uh, alleg. What? Allegra? Wait. Allegro. <laughs> that Allegro. That's that's not, that's, that, that is. What was it called? It's again? an Allegro. That is, that's the tempo. Allegro. The tempo. <laughs> like allergy medicine. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Break the allergy medicine. Yep. That was made oh, yeah. in the '90s. That'll oh, work. So- Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, so Rufus runs forward, slides up the piano ramp, tucks into a ball, and then as he's punching, the power glove forms, and he hits the weak point that he was trying to get before. Okay. Explodes out the side. There's just this huge spray of like gray mortar mass and like bricks tumbling out. He's stumbling backwards is what basically amounts to his guts spilling out everywhere. He's like, no, no. He's stumbling away from you, like, no, this can't be the end. And then he falls backwards. You all three get a chance to do a turn and pose while he explodes in the background. <laughs> Huge detonation. That There's no way that didn't actually hurt anybody, but it's just a television show. Everybody's fine. So he stumbles backwards, <laughs> just detonates. Still flinches a little bit. You all get a chance to be cool. And unbeknownst to you, up in his floating... Evil fortress. Oh Baron Portera's like, oh, Mortarian oh. already defeated. That won't do. Launch the magnifying tower. And one of his little goons goes over and it hits a couple of keys and launches this huge column from space. It's an evil rusty. It's evil typewriter. No. It's just a steampunk black one with like copper keys. Yeah. That you can't really touch because those damn circle things are so dang small. What's Rusty backwards? His name is uh, no, his name is Rust Evil. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's, so this this time it's eats it's this, eats or it looks or pristine. Like, it's a, it's, it's like just top eat? quality. Yeah. <laughs> so it lands. <laughs> it's all black with copper keys and copper arms, and it's like. uh, clacking maniacally it rolls over and plugs into the piece of Mortarian and begins typing on its chest and all of a sudden Mortarian begins to grow and grow and grow until he's the size of a skyscraper just oh golden how are we supposed to deal with that I don't know you hear Rusty call in over your communicators flip open your changers flip them open and you see that your the changers now can click open to reveal a smaller little keypad and screen and he's like into your access codes which i guess you discussed off screen at some point but you begin randomly punching in codes and the it's just leet your <laughs> oh my god one three three seven what is that seven one one three three seven no noobs gg no r-e-t-h-x <laughs> no mine's it. pager code i forgot mine's 100 percent pager code oh that's right yeah you've got the yep. pager um, it's like four seven <laughs> yours is leet rufus <laughs> mine is just all like oh, I, I, <laughs> one four three six six three seven my watch just spins 
That's real. It's like a decoder. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so above above you all, uh three giant like clocks appear and the hands begin spinning and they're facing downward and they shoot these rainbow columns down towards you and appearing over you and pull you up into the air and you appear inside your giant super cool mecha. Now what? Are your characters giant, super cool mecha that they appear inside? Very toyetic, mind you. Hmm. Are, are we, we going to do a combination, or are we in the vehicles right now? I figured you do a, you do the vehicles and then do combine, but that's up to y'all. Let's see. So, so, okay, so I'm thinking I've got, like, a helicopter. Okay. Oh, no, it's it, it's even better. It's like a hydrofoil, because why not? So what? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a hydrofoil um, time, it. well it's time machine themed right yeah so let's see here let me let me th- figure this out because i feel like <laughs> trying to think of like something like just really out there but would also fit hmm yeah no i think I, like a helicopter but it just looks like really kind of like is it like maybe 16? like one of those like oh, leonardo cl- da vinci clock flying hand. machines cl- like or, yeah like propellers or like um, just uh, st- like sixty spy fives you can imagine. Okay. Like almost like a Thunderbirds vehicle. Yes. Hmm. Perfect. Okay. So you got to help. So Sil is suddenly in this, this Thunderbirds era type helicopter. Okay. Yeah, like a gyro. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Mm. Hmm. What? Oh God! I mean, I have to do it just because it's so eighties. What do were it. those things that do had it. like the the cars that have the the doors that open up? Like the DeLorean, DeLorean. Yeah. like, like yeah. a full, like a Ferrari, yeah. or like a, we're talking like a DeLorean, like a straight up DeLorean. It's a DeLorean. It's a DeLorean. Oh, you got to have a DeLorean then. <laughs> yeah. like a DeLorean that like you turns into a jet. <laughs> I mean, that's still a DeLorean. Yeah, just... yeah. It just looks like a DeLorean, but it's a jet, and like the okay. the doors open like up to the sides, like wings. They don't right. open like. Oh, so it's like the car from uh, Metalder. Yes, because that had like yes. car doors that. Perfect. Basically. So Basically, I'll this bullshit. Come rocketing in. <laughs> yes, so we got the Metalder car. Mask. It's the power that another way. Yeah. A Thunderbirds. Uh, gyro helicopter. What about for Rufus? Um, I mean, it's in the name, man. I gotta hop in. Uh, I gotta hop in one of these babies. Oh no! Oh, what's about to happen? <laughs> you know I'm, already, I'm already. I'm already. this. I'm tensing. It's, it's a flying payphone, baby. <laughs> it's the flying <laughs> Rufus. I am so oh my mad God. at you. <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. It hurts. <laughs> That's the body. It's the center. This is the center. You <laughs> literally have a battle TARDIS. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Does it just like fly around? Oh, yeah. Like a UFO, basically? Like, I, just, no, like, so it, uh, we could do it that way, but just to go in line it, with the It just thing, like forms it, the head. Yeah, sure. Oh, I yeah, it slots it, in, yeah. It tilts over, as vehicle form, it'll uh, tilt over and it's a, it's a big rig. So that's, that's the Big Mac <laughs> yeah, fine. But that'll flip up and then become oh, the... Oh, my God. Oh, but, so, so, let me just get this straight. So, so it, it's a phone booth that turns into a truck oh, that yeah. turns into the... Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. So, great. Uh, so the phone booth comes down and connects to the rig, which you're driving. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. the helicopter and a flying DeLorean. Yeah. Which, by the way, my console looks like those 80s, like, game. car simulator games. <laughs> yes! 
that's how my console looks like. Oh it makes no sense. Oh, God. I need it's, it's... one of those on my desk right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. So it's literally like the Knight Rider yeah. like, kit material, yeah. basically. I'm, I'm for this. I'm for yeah. this. So you all suddenly appear. Like a tall. <laughs> these amazing vehicles. And Rusty's like... <laughs> He's like, these are the Triforce hyper vehicles. Quick, form Time King, form Time King. And so you see, what is okay? So what is the activator on your console? Like, is it like a key? Mine was one hundred percent given. It's that the the the, the, the lever. lever. It just goes straight up. That volume up. That's supposed to make you shift uh-huh. gears, but it just makes you go faster. <sighs> I think we should all have those levers. We should all absolutely okay. have those levers. Just right in front of a screen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You all push them forward. Choo, choo, choo. We get three shots of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like phone. shift into chance. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You got it. <laughs> Didn't even in workshop it. Got it on the first try. Yeah. I want a three, two, one shift into chance if we can, please. Right, okay. Turning it down. So three, two, one. Shift into chance. Shift into chance. <laughs> Start going in. So the. Am I to understand that the big rig towing a TARDIS semi-trailer up goes up and becomes the chest? Is that yes? Well, I was thinking more is... like chest head. Like okay, so the well, the yeah. truck is the head then, yeah, and the TARDIS yeah. is the, the body. Is the this head. is ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, there's a face inside of it. You know, well, that'll yes. open last. So the tr- the the big rig basically does like a snake, and like the head mm-hmm. sort of peeks down, and the TARDIS becomes the body. What happens yeah. next? Yep. <laughs> The helicopter would kind of like, I'm like I'm basically ripping off of the gyro changer from Change Man. So basically, like it would kind of flip, like flip. So like the front part kind of like bends down and becomes the chest, and okay. so like the rotor would kind of split in two. But instead of being like on the back, it would like flip and become like uh, blades on the shoulders. Okay. And then okay. and then from there, like arms would kind of unfold. Okay. There. And are the blades yes. like like X across the back or something or? Oh no, well, the, the the blades would be like just on the on the shoulder. Okay, okay. So, so think like kind of like die rugger, like yeah, uh, or like vehicle Voltron. Okay, okay. So that's the arms and back and shoulders. Yeah, Remy just keeps it simple because she's so cool. The the <laughs> the doors, aka wings, just like flip into itself and it just splits in half, forming the legs. That's exactly, yeah, that's Excellent. exactly how I pictured mm-hmm. it. Nice. Combine, connect, you stand there. Some extra cool armory bits just attached, because why not? Yep. Like with some weird yeah, Vs. Like just, yeah. just, who even knows where they came from? Conveniently hidden so. within the toy itself for storage, because that's how Bandai did it in the 80s. Maybe the like hmm. the trailer panels like can in, like they can like split in the middle and like rotate around and like show the interfacings out and like there's oh, cool different designs cool. or something. Sure. And then the these <laughs> The semi truck opens to show the head, which I'm gonna I'm gonna call an audible here and say that the twin smokestacks then belch cool white smoke out of the top. Yes. Like, when that head oh. locks down. So those are like horns then. Like, sure. Yeah. On the head, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Very Ultra Magnus like with the twin sticks kind of on the side of the head, um, like so antennae. The truck ends up being like on the chest. Okay. So now you're all Pat's together in the consoles. <laughs> And oh my god! You have it's not gonna. It's so rough. Don't <laughs> don't get excited. So Time King is formed, and Mortarian's like, I don't care how many cool toys you get, you'll never defeat me. <laughs> so it's still technically 
we're now down to the plus twos now, so either Syl or Remy can act. Either one. Because mm. that was just Rufus's turn. That was Go all on. happened between Rufus's turn and the next turn. <laughs> 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 We're quick, man. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, okay, are we all like in one collective cockpit, yep. or are we all That's split up, up in different cockpits? Mm, I want like everybody yeah. together. Okay. Everyone yeah. together? You got okay. flanking. Ladies are flanking Rufus. All right. Okay. And People then, are gonna complain. So this is all about red. <laughs> I mean, that's how. Yeah, that that's the, the flaw of Sentai now, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but what I just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on now. <laughs> but okay. So then, what'll happen is, um, okay. I'm like looking at him. He's got the the cannon still attached. Mm-hmm. I'm still will probably be like, all right, let's like, let's whittle down the options here, and probably go right for one of the helicopter blades on the shoulder. And throw them both, yeah, uh, throw them both like boomerangs and try okay. to hack off that cannon. Love it. So that's probably going to be flashy. And so I'm a one for flashy. Let me see what I can okay. do here. I feel like flashy is the default option with Sentai. <laughs> He's going to try to Should do... we just get like a, like a boost because we're in the robot? You know what? Shh. I think that the, the descriptions there were so good. Yeah, we're going to, I'll say that you get a boost off this. Oh, good. Just because Time King has been formed. Why don't we just create... Adv- well, no, I'll just say there's a boost. So Time King has been formed and you can get a boost on this. Okay. He's only got a plus... He's, I think he's going to try to dodge out of the way, which is only a plus one for him. So... Okay. Okay, that's going to be a two off the dice. His is a two as well. Um, I'll use that boost. Okay. So two stress then. Oh, you're a net plus two. Do you want to do anything else or just leave it at that net plus two? Yeah, at that point... Let's see. Okay, can I let's see? Did anyone else use general analysis at all? Or yes, the, there's no more free invokes off it, but it still exists, and you can continue to use it. But you have okay, to spend I'm your gonna, own fate points. I'm I'm gonna use that. Okay. Spend it just just to just to take a, a look at the just to see if like if the weak uh, spot has regenerated at all. Okay, so you 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 zoom in. There's all kinds of techno Mega Ranger style like zoom in and, yeah. and text on the screen but then you throw the chopper blades and you can see that there's a like a, a, a fracture line running from that weak point all the way over to the cement mixer arm and you can see just where it connects at the shoulder and <laughs> so i'm going to check off that's four stress total and that'll check off his four stress box um he currently has his one two and three left and uh he lost his his uh he still got his two and four like minor and moderate consequences, but you took off the four stress. You throw those in. It totally locks yeah. that arm off, and it <laughs> there's sparks and tiny toy buildings and cars are thrown in the air um, <laughs> as it lands. More like mortar spewing out the side. Okay, I'm gonna call out then to the team and, and say that I noticed the crack. Sweet. Okay, so see that crack yeah. running along the side. Yes, his weak spot never healed. Now's our chance. And so Remy's going to take that and like flip open like a covered button for some reason. That's not an emergency. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and take it and then it's just a nice blue button, but it's a she like slams her palm down and the panels on the legs open up and it's just like like blue missiles that conveniently also look like keys on a keyboard. <laughs> And they just turn their actual missiles and they just go anime missile shoot out directly aimed for that weak okay. spot. Itano Itano circus. Circus. There it is. Oh. I love it. Okay. 
Maybe the explosions Maybe. sound like the keys they would be hitting. It's like, like <laughs> there's like all sparkle right. when they explode. There's sparkles of like music notes all over the place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll I'll continue allowing you to have the free boost on that just because you Atano Circus with keyboard key missiles. I can't not give you something <laughs> yeah. for that. I mean, yeah. So uh, he will once again try to dodge with his quick, <laughs> yes. which is only a plus one. Oh my god! <laughs> so he's a net zero on this. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I have <Yeah>. to roll. <laughs> it's a role playing game. Oh no! I'm on a minus one again. Grand total after your approach to my or? approach because I'm going to do that as because it's like anime missile, so I'm trying to be cle- like kind of clever about it and aim them for the direct direction. Okay. Uh, so okay. it's a plus three, so I'm a two. Okay, and then you can tag that boost, so you'd be at a four, four. Yes. total. And do you want to tag anything else, like another aspect off yourself or anything like that? Mm-hmm. If you have any fate points to spend. Nothing really makes sense, so, to me. Okay, so um, you fire that whole thing of missiles. He already checked his four box. He has his one, two, and three open, but he can't. You know, he can't tag multiples to knock that four. So he's going to have to take his moderate consequence now. So his weak point's been exposed for the four. It's going to be music still ringing. He's the the power of all those key missile, keyboard missiles exploding. There's just like 80s music blasting and like shaking his head around. And it's like the sound waves are making big clumps of mortar fall off. And he's like, no, (laughs) sparks going everywhere. So that'll be it'll be now his turn. He's pretty messed up. In good early Sentai villain fashion, he will now rush forward to try to hit you with his hammer. Just like, no, no, I won't let you defeat me. He's going to swing, and I'll just say whoever wants to try to defend, because you're all kind of teamed up, is welcome to. Um, but he's just doing his, um, his forceful... Uh, which is going to be a plus four for him. So oh, his net on the roll, yep. ooh, his net on the roll is only a two, but whoever wants to try to defend is welcome to. I mean, I'm the arm, so I might as well okay. do it. Okay, would that be for, uh, forceful or would that be... That's up to how do you want to describe your defense? Uh, let's do forceful. Okay, so you're just trying to like just stop the hammer blows full on. Right. Okay. Catch the hammer, catch the hammer. Uh, Oh god, that's bad. Um, let's see. That's a that's a one. Oh wait, hang on a second. Um, so zero. Okay, so that's a zero. That's a negative one. Zero. Yeah, no, that's still like about a one. But a, a positive one. Yeah, positive. Okay, one. so he's only beating you by one right now. Okay. So it's up to you if you um, want to tag so any aspects or anything before we let that ride. I'm gonna burn another uh, fate point and tag another aspect. Okay. Or I'll, t- I'll uh, that'll be my uh, dangerous optimism. Okay. And cuz I I cuz I'm just like because <laughs> uh, I am just determined. It's like I have no idea what is going on right now, but I want to get home. <laughs> and gosh. Oh, and you just reach up and you so you're at a net 1 now for yourself. So you reach up and you stop that half to mid swing just any stumbling backwards. <laughs> From, his, from the failed hammer blows, sparks flying everywhere. So now we're back around to the top of the round with Rufus. Top of the round. Yes. Okay. So um, I feel like, can I grab the um, helicopter blades and make a sword out of it? 
Because they're hanging off the arm? Yes. 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 Yeah, because they're coming off the shoulder there. It's like, maybe they're like retractable. Maybe that's like a twin set of blades. Like on I'll take the minute hand. I'll take the minute hand and insert it through the hour hand. Okay. That'll make a big sword. Amazing. Okay. And so then let's do that dramatic rush at it. Okay, so you're, Um, hold on. So it's the, is the, the minute hand is the blade and the hour hand is like the hat, like the hilt. And then the chopper blades are like the the pommel. Is that what I'm hearing? I think that sounds right. Yes. Okay. So it's you have the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I said like what, I didn't know we we did taking on a, a clock motif, but I I'm, I'm here for it. So like okay. the the blades itself are like a clock, or are we talking like yes? I, I, now they are. So okay, there's the helicopter now. blades are are clock hands, and you have like the long minute hand, and then the, there's three other hands for the blades that form. Like the pommel and the hilt and everything. (laughs) And you charging forward. Big slash. Is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big clock appears in the, like, different, many different clocks appear in the background as you're, like, shooting forward. Okay. That sounds like a flashy approach again. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Is it not? It is. Can we trick it into being quick since we're time traveling suddenly? Sure, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, <laughs> sounds like a flashy okay, approach, or you could, I mean, yeah. you could say like you're just trying to rush him and yeah, yeah, make yeah. it happen That's quick, right. yeah. Sure, all right. All right, such he a good game roll. master. So let's roll that. Huh? He's such a nice game master. Well, I'm trying, we're having fun, we're just friends, we're right, trying to so win. so that quick is three, net is four. Okay, uh, he is going to try to roll, let's see, he was being forceful before, gonna try to roll his quick to get out of the way and try to dodge it he's not very good at it though and his net is only a zero total and you got a four um one and yeah Mm -hmm. so one and three is four he only has his one two and three stress boxes available so he can't soak it with stress his consequences his four and six have both been blocked out he can't take it on his two so he is out of the fight so uh, maybe we can get a team team attack shout or like what do you, what do you all do is he you charge in what does this look like this final sword strike to destroy the beast i kind of like the idea of like the multiple clocks appearing so it's like like a, like a final countdown and it hits yeah, midnight yeah. just goes like, dong, dong, dong. <laughs> and like as we're approaching and like the clock is going oh um or even better it's like you do the sla- and for every slash is a clock chime mm. so like bong 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 and the final one it's like a pose yeah <laughs> <laughs> he falls backwards no <laughs> huge explosion <laughs> you the of course the time king turns to the camera and gets a cool pose in right at the end there oh yeah and mm-hmm. uh, wielding. It's midnight yeah yeah of course and uh the day is saved so um let's get one before we we smash to credits here let's get a little one last kind of quip or moment here let's say uh, suddenly um, we zoom back up to, to Baron Cortero, who's in his fortress, and he balls one of his fists and smashes a console. He's like, I can't believe this. Those accursed rangers. I'll have my revenge. And uh, his little his little servant comes over with like a big goblet, and he's about to hand him his drink, and he just swats it out of his hand. <laughs> and he's goes storming off into the background. And then we jump back down to the surface. Uh, you all have your 
you're the, the uh, time king is standing dramatically on the beach and it's sunset for whatever reason the panels are open and you can either be standing on them dramatically as the wind whips through your scarves or what have you you've got your little wrist changers open and uh rusty and um odizet are, are facing you they're like great job rangers that's the first of many challenges ahead but i think we can save all reality yeah so you get kind of one last moment here to quip in the dramatic sunset i start pushing more buttons on rusty <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> this is fun everyone you should try this this is actually quite relaxing <laughs> his mustache is flapping too <laughs> remy's actually sitting like at the edge of the panel like hands behind her back like swinging her legs super cool <laughs> like looking back at rufus and just go not bad for someone who didn't need to be here yeah i mean i wasn't even supposed to be here today can it end right there, right there. <laughs> and then we we zoom in we get a we get a shot of remy grinning a shot of sill and rusty laughing a shot of rufus sort of looking <laughs> middle distance a of apprehensive a little a little apprehensive a little hopeful and turns up and then we get to see the sunset and then bam we smash to that jam project ending and it's just <laughs> I mean, every six-year-old across the world is just like, yeah, just jumping up on their couches, just just shouting, you know, begging their parents to go out and buy Time King, like, that day. So, <laughs> gotta have it. Hottest toy. And uh, If and I buy a phone. Casio wristwatch because of this, <laughs> it's probably gonna I happen. Know. I have another capsule thing I gotta make. <laughs> and then for the American version... Hello, everyone. Still here. <laughs> uh, Yellow Chester. Today we, it was the real power of a teamwork moment, but there are those out there who may not have the greatest of confidence. As we saw today, Remy really helped out. By the and power of friends. Friends support so, one another. The, exactly. Sailor Moon says, oh, wait. Yellow Chances says. Get out. How dare you. <sighs> Back oh, on the beautiful. back on the there's one last bit back on the ship where Otis Otis that's like everything I did looks like my work here is done and Rusty's like you didn't do anything <laughs> 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 and then we we cut the feet <laughs> well done guys. Oh, that's <laughs> so that was the first episode of. Uh, First episode of, oh, I gotta get the full title here. That was the f- end of the first episode of Future Soldier Tri Chancer Let's Chance. And uh, I'm sure we'll have to see if Twitter feels like Sentai's getting canceled after this one or not, but I think it was a pretty strong <laughs> first episode. Oh, canceled. Uh, really, it depends if the toys sell. My yeah. uncle works with if Mr. The John Kinto. If they don't buy the t shirt, <laughs> then I don't know if we can really keep going with this. This is very expensive. But, like, you know, down the line, we're probably gonna get, like, you know, a DX version. <laughs> That's like, oh, yeah. oh god, 50th, 50th anniversary, anniversary yeah. DX version. Yeah. We'll come back. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to well, talk about the thing. That was that was a lot. Of, I hope that was a lot of fun for y'all. It was a lot of fun for me as well. That's great. Um, There's gonna be a lot of peaking in this audio file. I apologize in advance. Yeah, I mean, if we have chat, like if you're feeling the the editing powers, there are definitely any sounds that you can like pling in between for those. Oh, I'll, I'll send my cash over immediately after this. That'll episode. be great. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. So uh, that was great. I don't know if this is going to be a one-time thing or maybe it'll be kind of a fun recurring thing we can do uh, whenever possible. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, Paul and Mike, thanks so much to both of you for being on. Totally. Uh, If you want, please do go ahead and plug uh, whatever you would like to plug. Where can the people find you uh, when you're not pretending to be a ranger <laughs> oh god oh i'm, I'm super future. easy you can just find me at my on twitter at polygatos g-a-e-t-o-s and the only thing i would always like to plug is support your local library just get all your manga from them support them as much as you can listen to your local librarian they're always right mm-hmm. and mike where okay. can people find you um yeah well there's a lot you can find me over on Twitter at Mach underscore Dent for all sorts of karate bugmen rambles. <laughs> you can also find me on my new uh, YouTube channel, Vintage Henshin, which you can also find on Twitter at Vintage Henshin. A new video, as of this recording, is up celebrating the past year's indie tokusatsu, so go give that a Ooh. subscribe and enjoy, mm. and there's new stuff on the horizon. So go ahead, give that a follow, give that a subscribe. We'll see you over there. Great, and uh, I, I've been I've been Grant. Great to be back on again after a little hiatus, and I think oh, yeah. this is a good good special one. So, Pat, if you want to sign us out, as we as you so often do, you got it. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super, Super Senpai, Senpai Podcast. Podcast.